This is episode 516 for July 2018, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas, and that opening song is Patti LaBelle from the Leap of Faith movie with Steve Martin, and she's singing Are You Ready for a Miracle, and I think we got one with this issue. Before we get to our review episode, I want to give some thank yous to people that support this podcast on Patreon. We used their services this past month. I have uh, pulled all the podcasts off of our main uh, server because it was just simply draining the system. So now I've set up over on Podbean. Uh, you can actually see all 500-plus uh, episodes over on Podbean. Uh, it's spidermancrawlspace.podbean.com, P-O-D-B-E-A-N. But I'll also embed them on our uh, front page at spidermancrawlspace.com. There's a new little widget on the left-hand side. It's kind of slick looking. I like it a lot. It also gives a more accurate uh, representation of how many downloads uh, the listeners do, which I am amazed how many ep- how much downloading goes on with these episodes. So thank you for that. But anyway, uh, back to Patreon. Uh, they really helped us. Uh, I've spent uh, a couple hundred dollars updating the uh, the website, and uh, I used the uh, the Patreon uh, donations to help pay for a lot of it. So, if you would like to support this podcast and also support our website, log on to SpidermanCrawlspace.com. Look on the right-hand side for the Patreon button. There's also a PayPal donation button. But, uh, one of the perks is, uh, if you're a Patreon member, I thank you publicly at the top of each episode. So, thank you to Brian, Craig, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael J., Federico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, Alex S., Alex L., David, Michael, Swiftser, Frenzetta Hulk. Thank you for donating and keeping this podcast going. I couldn't do it without your support. All right, Patty LaBelle is singing. Let's lead into a new era of Amazing Spider Man. Volume 5. Number one, Amazing Spider-Man, as reviewed by Mike. Let's go. Technically, Mike. it's also eight, issue eight hundred two. Eight hundred two, um, because yes. because they do have legacy numbers now. They put that. By the way, I love the- those legacy numbers. I can finally organize my comics. Yeah, thank you. Um, now, before I begin, should I get out the Doc Brown whiteboard again? Sure, if you'd because like. Because of the way this, if you, if you need a visual. Way, well, no, because apparently, because this issue does jump around a lot. Okay, get get your whiteboard out. Get your whiteboard. Okay, get the whiteboard out. All right, so this is for you folks because we're going to have to try to organize the uh, timelines of this whole to try to organize the narrative flow of this thing because Nick Spencer apparently does not believe in linear in uh, sequential narratives. He believes in nonlinear ones, but you know for some reason. So okay, Uh, I think it's really hard to to judge based on one issue that he likes nonlinear narratives. I'm trying to make. I'm kidding here. <laughs> Come on, I'm not. One you, little you think I'm being, Some people might take you overly seriously, McNulty, with your giant Oz. Some people might oh, call him Modak head. Some people might call him the gangster of love. Oh, I yeah, call him great. Mike. 
That's my, oh gosh, I don't know how I get like Mike. I want to be, want to be like. Okay, Mike. so I won't have anything. I don't know if you oh, guys. Okay, can see here we go. Okay, I, I see a straight okay. line. So, okay, so not very straight. You start things <laughs> off. It's <and laughs> more like a Marvel line. It is got kind of a little bit yeah, of crooked okay, line. We'll, okay, we'll start off. We'll start <laughs> off. Okay, we'll start off in the past, like uh, roughly about here. That's how the issue begins. Remember, so we, we have audio-only listeners, so go ahead. We have audio-only listeners. This is a tweet <laughs> for visual listeners, though. Okay, uh, yes. So it. we start off. Uh, no, he's not going to edit it to where the vi- the audio listeners are going to be able to understand. So audio yeah. listeners, I'm apologizing to you in advance because right. McNulty insists on using these visual aids. It's kind of like JR. Well, I've got to give I've got to give the YouTuber folks a treat. Oh. Yeah. YouTubers, yeah, yeah. this this is infighting. We're going to get to yeah. the review eventually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we start off with um, with a flashback to Sensational Spider-Man Annual Number One. Um, for those of you who know know what that is, that was a, a very good issue by Matt Fraction and Salvador Larocca. Right. Um, and the artist here, I mean, Ryan Otley does a really amazing kind of recreation of like the last two pages of this thing. Um, and but sadly, the goodness has to go away because Peter wakes up at about five thirty in the morning. From um, from a uh, you know, from a uh, boomerang playing Call of Duty Latveria at five you know at loud volume saying Watch my six. Nice little reference there because since boomerang was a member of the Sinister Six, so ah, I didn't catch that. Uh, yeah. So why is uh you know why is uh Fred our good buddy Fred, aka Boomerang, in Peter Parker's apartment? Well. That goes back to the free comic book day issue in which Peter and Randy Robinson, while they were apartment hunting, um, they they finally realized, you know what? The new the rent in New York City is too dang high. So we got to find <laughs> the rent is too dang high. We got to find a new guy. And it just so happened that Boomerang was the guy. Um, and. Of course, you're probably wondering, well, why is Peter letting a known super a supervillain stay at their place? Well, it's best because he can keep an eye on him to see what you know what kind of nefarious things he was up to. Um, plus, they need the money. By the way, I, is this was this a reveal that Spider-Man knew he was Fred? Oh, he, I think he's already known he was Fred. I, I, mean, well, I didn't. I didn't gather that from the free comic book issue that he knew he was a villain. Well, in Superior in the last issue of Superior Foes of Spider Man, you do it's implied that he was talking to uh, Fred um, in the bar there, and he kind of realized, you know, okay. So he kind of bless Fred's got yeah. a record. I mean, he's a, yeah. So the the problem, the thing is that Fred being a villain isn't necessarily the problem. The problem is he's that guy. Mm-hmm. We all know who that guy is, right? I mean, he's and specifically he's the one who goes to the um, gets the box of cereal, pours the thing, and it finishes off the cereals. But then decides to put the cereal box back in the cupboard. That guy with nothing in it. Yeah, um, my my um, my sister's ex, one of my sister's ex boyfriends was that guy when he basically ate all of our Thanksgiving left, dinner leftovers, and Ooh. You know, at the day after Thanksgiving for breakfast. You know, you know what and, he needs. <laughs> Yeah. A, a Sam Raimi Aunt May smack like on Norman. There you go, right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was about to say, considering how Thanksgiving leftovers taste sometimes, maybe <laughs> get you a favor. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe so, but his ass was Dude, dumped. Mashed but, potatoes, you know, are, good <laughs> mashed potatoes but, are always good. That's okay. true. But yeah. I don't um, know if they're instant or not. But Fred is, uh, yeah, Fred's kind of a jerk. But let's. Uh, he's just, uh, he's even got this thing where he tortures him like, oh, I have a cheetah left. 
it's the only one you can share it. And he's just like holding it out. And, 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 you know, Peter's just right, ready to smack this guy. But Randy's like, hey, 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 I know. Hey, he's kind of cool. You know, we hung out. You know, we were, you know, chatting up some girls at the bar and everything like this. He's got some great Spider-Man stories. And which, of course, makes, you know, Fred, when he tells him, it makes himself look all good and stuff. And and then and then uh, Randy says, besides, you've got to be up for this press conference anyway. He says, oh, but but I thought that was Tuesday. You know, next Tuesday, he says, Peter this is next. What Tuesday do you think this is? It's like the other Tuesday. You know, like, so, um, so after that, we then to go back to our little timeline. Oh, by the way, I forgot the little mention here. Uh, we were this, this part where I was talking about the apartments, like right around here, roughly around here. So we go ahead a couple hours later to <laughs> probably right about here. And where we find out that there is an alien invasion going on. Yes, this is the second Spider-Man comic in which we have in when aliens attack. And yeah. you've got the Avengers, you've got the X-Men, you've got two halves of the Fantastic Four, uh, the Defenders are there. And because this is written by Ryan Otley of Invincible Fane, it's very, the aliens are very squishy and blow up into a nice little green goop, yeah. you know, because, yeah, and everything else. And they're, was, you know... Was like, that a theme in Invincible? Oh, very much so. I, I never read Lots. Invincible. Was it good? Yeah. Um, visible, yeah, it's very good, but it's very, but in terms of the level of violence, there's let's say there's a lot of bodily fluids that basically fly everywhere. <laughs> oh, great, that, that's yeah. a roaring endorsement if I've ever heard one. I can't, no, it did, but seriously, it is very good. It's just, it's not, it's, 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 not it's, it's good, it's just there's a lot of bodily fluids. If you're if you're squeamish, apparently, you can't well, read. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, it's not. I was just thinking the other day, I need more bodily fluids in my comics. I'm paying four bucks. I want fluids, damn it. <laughs> it's written by Robert it was written by Robert Kirkman, you know, I of like Walking Kirkman. Dead fame. So figure it out. Or or Marvel Team Up Volume Three fame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Nobody gives a shit about Marvel Team Up Volume Three, Douglas. I do. Right. I like that book. Yeah, Dark Mark's with me. Night in it. Yeah. Yeah, right. dude. Remember, remember so, him coming home to Mary Jane? That one? Never mind. Nope. Uh, the 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 mainstream public doesn't know about Marvel Team Up Volume 3 written by Robert Kirkman is my well, point. After I do my cobwebs on it. How's that? Oh, <laughs> oh there you go. They'll know now. Okay. So whatever, in, whatever in, Judas Traveler. You can make fun of his ass all day long. Okay. We do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this occasion is happening. <laughs> the Avengers and all everybody else is like, where are these guys coming from? It's like everything is. And then Spidey comes in and tells this really bad joke that he's workshopped like about, Oh, I'm their friend. He says, you know, I, you know, I'm sort of friend. He is, you know, just because I'm kicking somebody doesn't mean I'm not friendly and everything, but all the heroes are kind of giving him this really dirty look. Why? Well, back to the whiteboard because we go back, you know, a couple of weeks earlier oh, before this right about uh, roughly here okay um so we see that a few weeks earlier King, uh spider-man was responding to a bank robbery call and so he gets there and he's about to stop the bank robbers when all of a sudden the vault opens and the kingpin's there along with a whole press regalia with a banner that says Crad, congratulations and kingpin's like oh there's my buddy Spider-Man. He says, how are you doing, buddy, old pal? And, you know, you, you've been doing so great for the city. You've been doing so great for everybody in New York. Um, I'm giving you this key to the city because Kane Penn in this is, is actually now the, duly, the newly elected mayor of New York. And so he's 
giving him Spider-Man the key to the city. And Spider-Man's like, wait a second. There's something up here. I've seen It's a Wonderful Life. I know there's something it's wrong. It's there, there's a there's a there, you've up to something, Fisk, and I'm gonna you know he's gonna jet, and so Spider-Man leaves, and the press secretary even asks Fisk like, why why are you doing this? Why are you kind of buttering up? And 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 the Kingpin's plan is basically says, well, there's two. He says there's two kinds of people. There's those who are really independent, and those who tell incessant, stupid jokes to try to get attention because, and he says that Spider-Man is one of these guys who likes to try to win the, with the respect and approval of his peers. And if I basically make it look like that, I'm the only one who endorses him where I'm going against these other superheroes, they're going to turn on him. And they're thinking, Oh, you're just some kind of like, you know, because you're all, because, you know, we can buddy well, buddy, buddy up with you, you know, and he's not buddy up with us. And we're going to, you know, turn on it. It's That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting way of, yeah, of getting at a your enemy. Yeah, yeah, basically like ruining his public images by guilt by association kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to, um, you know, well, back to this. <laughs> we go back to here all the. How, jump how many lines are on your timeline? I see four. There in your four. Video. There's four now. So we four go points in time. You wrote the going around here, roughly there. Back, okay. Back when Quesada wrote it, it was one moment in time. You got four <laughs> moments. Four in time. moments <laughs> in time. Oh, well, go God. ahead. So <laughs> we go back to that fight, and Dare and he's even Daredevil's even trying to give him a dirty look. Although I'm not sure how that's possible considering. <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> um, maybe not you know, Daredevil. Yeah. It's no, an yeah. Dirty- Expression. It's a dirty yeah. expression. Yeah. yeah, he puts his and, whole face in it. Yeah, um, and he Spider Man's like, but we you smell, you know, we went out to pizza one time where you just sat there and smelled it, but you know, it's great. And then Johnny, but the only buddy he's really got is Johnny Storm, who basically yeah. quotes the famous star, one of the famous Star Wars lines, because again, we got to have a reminder that Disney and Disney and Lucasfilm are own, you know, Marvel and Lucasfilm are owned by Disney now, so we got to have that little thing in there. So he quotes the thing. And as he's, as he's quoting the, he doesn't like you, and I don't like you either, and all this stuff. One of the aliens jumps you know down. I didn't, throat. I didn't. I didn't get that. That was a Star Wars. That's that's Chewbacca that's, and Han Solo. And no, it's when Luke Skywalker first walks into the bar, and that one guy is like, Ah, that's it. Yeah, you know, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, one of the aliens quote, okay. jumps down. One of the aliens does like a face hugger thing on Johnny on yeah. the Human Torch, and like starts going down throws. But with then, by, by the way, Johnny is the face hugging aliens. Remember Elijah? Oh <laughs> yes, <laughs> his scroll yeah. wife. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. But anyway, we go back from this point. Oh my gosh! Adding another line to the timeline. The yeah. Where this is a couple hours later, we'll just go right about here. How many lines <laughs> on the timeline now? Where? What? One, two, three, six. Six you got different six. points oh of time on your <laughs> six different points of time <laughs> on this chart. Okay. We go to the press conference. Okay. And um, basically, it's at Empire State University. And we get introduced to um, uh, Cindy Lawton or Cindy Not Moon, as I would like to call her. <laughs> <it. laughs> um, well, Cindy Not Moon is basically making. And oh, oh, while we are before this thing happens, Peter's like talking about, yeah, I've got this now, this cushy job at the Daily Bugle and everything. And even got this nice little massage chair. And every, I've, got the, I've got all the people like. Like all praising his work on this editor as an edit, as a science editor and everything, it's like everything's kind of great. Well, Cindy Notmoon is standing up on the stage and she's going to be talking. About, 
<laughs> and she's going to be talking about a really serious subject that's that's plaguing universities, and that is academic plagiarism. And I love how she brings up like the like the people who have committed the academic plagiarism in the Marvel universe, including the one guy person who. Don't forget about Rick, their, Ricky London and Mephisto. Oh, Ricky London and Mephisto, yeah. So they, so they officially know that the devil exists in the Marvel Universe. Here, Ricky London, who sold his soul to the Dark Lord Mephisto in exchange for a passing LSAT score. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Or the person who was the Nobel, who got their Nobel Prize um, laureate winning cell from an alternate dimension to write the paper for her. I thought that was... <laughs> that was just funny. Mm-hmm. That was just great. I mean, and the name guys, of the like, program is called the Watcher. Watcher, yeah, it's a Watcher. Watcher. It's a, it's, now the yeah. thing is, now people think. Now the thing is, there are plagiarism algorithm programs that actually do exist. Um, <laughs> not as advanced as this one, but no. so as she's introducing this thing, she's like, "Hey, we have one of our special guest alumni here, um, Peter Parker from the four co-founder of Parker Industries and the Science Center for the Book. Come on up here, Peter and." Come on um, down. <laughs> come on up. Well, come on. Yes, yes, yes. Now, the thing is, a little bit of a context here. Back in Superior Spider-Man, you may remember that while Doc Ock was Peter Parker, he um he was he was upset over the fact over how he that Peter did not have an advanced degree like him. So he went back to school and got himself a PhD. Yep. And when Peter Parker eventually got his body back and found this out. What was what was the paragon of responsibilities reaction to this? Yeah, let's start a company. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's weird. <laughs> let's start a company. Absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's start a company. Of nothing. Yeah, yeah. Actually, like, with a company that auto built. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, huh. It's like, huh. Well, my hey, you might as well take advantage of this. It's like finders keepers. Yeah, hey, you know, hey, if if and other the, guys can build their career off of a, a false pretenses like a comic with a certain comic book writer, which we will not name, why can't I? <laughs> Bam! Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Peter's like, oh, okay. So back in, in after that little context, so he goes up on stage and um, types up as like, we'll bring up one of your papers, and it's some kind of thing about. It's basically a thing about chaos theory. Peter realizes right away story about the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Peter kind of realizes right away that he's, he's like, oh, no. And sure enough, watch R or watcher brings it up and says, essentially says that this paper is written by Otto Octavius. There's no doubt about it. It's 100% confirmation. How, how long ago did Otto write that paper in this time? How, how many years has Peter fraudulently lived off of that degree. Oh, it's, it's how many years in the comic or in the in the, in the comic in, in, our, in our time how long four years folks. four years he's yes. let that go in our time i like mm-hmm. to say that uh this is a con that this particular podcast has been addressing for those four oh, years as well yes, you know indeed. you know another thing that we've mentioned also i don't kill the dude never oh yeah never mentions well he came back didn't he in uh, the clone yeah, stuff, clone conspiracy. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you yeah. demanded it, <laughs> right? Anyway, he but never yeah. addresses that. Anyway, it's nice for Spencer to finally, after yeah. four years, address this. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yes, he finally. Yeah. So Peter is basically caught 
Um, supposedly, yes. it's basically plagiarism. Yep. Even though he didn't do it, he can't exactly reveal the truth because, let's face it, it kind of sounds the truth kind of sounds stupid if he didn't try to explain the whole thing. Yeah. And yeah, it's just the way thing. So he's just stammering, like, "Well, you got to give me a chance." And, and Cindy Notmoon's like, "Nope. Um, we have already convened. We've already convened a review board." Um, and effective immediately, your 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 um your 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 standing at this university is now revoked. Um, so you know all this stuff, and so and of course, and of course, I'm back no more, no more, no, no, nope. And he and Peter's like even the narration. He goes, no, not the respect of my peers. He's <laughs> like, yeah. And um, so then Peter then later goes to um real quick mike to address this point it's very odd as a spider fan yeah to root for peter parker to fail and we are rooting for we've been rooting for this to happen because well, it's yeah. out of character well i'm gonna get to that point okay go ahead as, you know but so yeah. anyway he goes later on um he goes off to meet um now, if you're, the reason why I'm not putting out the whiteboard at this point because things are now going in chronological order now. Um, <laughs> so he goes off to see Mary Jane um, at this cafe to kind of explain to her. She just kind of laughs about this whole situation. Wait, it's a great like reaction. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa. You skipped the entire Robbie firing. Yeah, the sex. Oh, scare. that's right. I the forgot the other, the other big bot, the other big, you know, cause the other big thing that happens is Robbie basically says, tells him you're fired, you know, and yeah. it appears like, Oh, you know, thing. And it's not like, and Robbie's not. And the thing that makes it worse is Robbie's not angry. Mm-hmm. He's disappointed, but he's not, angry. he's, he, and he gives it actually a pretty good reason. He says, look, we're, we cannot afford, even though you didn't write this thing to, for the pub paper, we cannot afford to have somebody on our editorial staff accused of plagiarism, especially in the, the times we're in with news, yeah, nobody reads when newspapers. Papers don't sell. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, so we have to, we, integrity is what we stand by. So we can't afford to have you on. He says, but I'm sure one of these days we will sit down together and have a nice beer and everything. You can explain it and, and I will be able to understand it because, because Robbie may, knows. may not know your Spider-Man. <laughs> exactly. Robbie knows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Robbie like, knows. Bobby told I mean, yeah, it's a little nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And then, and then Peter's like, well, do I get the sexy chair? He's like, it's the bugle sexy chair now. The company credit cards were there for it. Yeah. So Peter's, so now Peter goes back to uh, the diner and MJ kind of, you know, laughs at this whole situation. And while he is talking to MJ, He's reflecting about, oh man, here's another thing I screwed up was this whole relationship I had with her. Everything was fine. And then she decided for reasons to basically decide to leave me because she's like, oh, my family was threatened. And, you know, I don't like the fact that you're kind of going out, you know, you know, le- you know, putting yourself in danger, even though I dated a firefighter once who did kind of the same thing and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> man, um, Pedro, because that's not on the nose at all. No, <laughs> that's the firefighter, not. Pedro. What, what was the name of the actor that she banged? Um, oh, Bobby Carr. Yeah. Uh, she was in yeah, bed, dude. Okay. She was in bed. Yeah. <laughs> no. Come on. Uh, okay. She kind of gave him the cold shoulder at the when they were going on that airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 but she it. was in the bed. I mean, come on. Okay, yeah, go but ahead. but he was like, but he, yeah. So Peter's going off about this and says, and now it feels like you know, we, yeah, we're still friends, but it feels like something's so, missing. And why yes. do I keep looking at her hand? Like there's supposed to be some rain on this hand, you know? Ooh, like, why I didn't catch that. I didn't yeah. catch that. 
they, that's why you get the close up of, the, of their hand there. I need to read this book with Mike over my shoulder. I, I didn't get mm-hmm. the Star Wars book and I didn't get the ring on the finger. Ooh, that's yeah, good. There's no, yeah. It, there's, that's there's no good. Good. That's it's good. It's good. Like, like, oh, it's good. Yeah. It's good. It, does Brad like like does does Brad need to just everything spelled out for him? Apparently so. I guess so. Yeah. But um, as this is going on, we get a news <laughs> broadcast. Yes. So, <laughs> as this is going on, there is a news broadcast, and because you didn't demand it, we get the return of Shajani Joffrey. Real, real quick, being interviewed. Yeah, uh, being interviewed. Yeah. 22 on YouTube chat says as the panel of the ring appears on the radio in the diner is Beyonce's song put a ring on it all the single ladies all the single ladies <laughs> put your hands up in the panel oops sorry put your hands but, up in the panel okay yeah. Go ahead. but uh, yeah so Johnny Joffrey is being interviewed on television basically saying yeah you know because she's the co-founder of Parker Industries and you know yeah, we all remember how she was basically trying to undermine the company, even working with supervillains because she thought Peter was an idiot. And Peter basically fired her for, ironically, for something she didn't do. Uh, well, she's now on TV saying, yeah, I am the was the real brains behind Parker Industries and all the inventions that he did. I, those were my ideas. So I'm taking him to court uh, for, you know, for, you know, for him, you know. Yeah, what, for, what money? <laughs> yeah. And she's he like, li- oh. He lives with an ex-con or a con. <laughs> Yeah, so now he's like, oh, man, this can't get any worse. And then MJ's like, um, well, yeah, what does Aunt May say about this? Oh, yeah. And then that's when he really panics. And he goes back home, and he's trying to hide the Daily Bugle newspaper, hoping she hasn't seen it. And he's like, hey, Aunt May, you want to see that new Liam Neeson movie and everything? Uh, you know, it's basically the same plot of every other Liam Neeson movie. And, you know, and, she, and, and so, but the thing is, Aunt May already figured this out because she's got an app. Basically, her his he basically so that his name come, pops up as a news. Even seventy year old Aunt May does not get news from a newspaper anymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, honey, it's more like nine hundred and twenty-two years right. old, but yes. And we get this wonderful scene where she essentially tells Peter, like all the time, like you know, no matter what you've done in the past, I've always been proud of you. Mm-hmm. But this is the one time I'm actually ashamed of you. Because yep. you, t- even though Doc Ock is a supervillain, stuff you took credit for another person's work, and and your uncle Ben and I raised you better than that. And the oh. fact that you can't, and oh. you can't even take, and you can't even still can't take responsibility for this thing. And they, that's me, there's, no, there's no mentioning of J. Joe, J. Joe Jameson Senior. No, no, no. That's Uncle no. Ben. Yes. Yeah, so she's just, she's just, and she's, you know, this would be made a lot easier if she would effing know he's Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't still, Peter doesn't want to still the And we also finally, he, in Peter, we get a reflective because this whole thing is narrated from his perspective. He goes, the thing is, though, he kind of realizes she's kind of right because, yeah, because yeah, he's thinking, yeah, even though I didn't actually, even though I did, I'm not guilty of plagiarism. What did I do when I saw found out I had a degree? And what did I do when I, I even took advantage of the company thing? It says, and as he's thinking this, we get a flashback of the time he let the burglar escape. I also like that he says, quote, I faced down goblins, juggernauts, and beyonders. Secret wars, JR, secret wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's why it's that's why he went down two letter grades immediately. Oh yeah. <laughs> <For JR. laughs> 
but yeah, that's a trigger that triggered me. Yeah, but here's the thing: the irony is that Peter actually knows about chaos theory, some or the or the or the dynamics of it from watching Doc Ock, and that's how when we go back, yes, oh, back here. How many um, how many lines on the chart now? Oh, it's about seven. So Good. we're back here again. Okay, so after that. Peter kind of recognizes there's a pattern to these aliens coming through like this teleport thing. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, so he's going to try to take a chance and just kind of leap up at it. And then while he's doing this, yes, while he's doing that, Black Cat is fighting alongside him. She's like, hey, Spider, where are you going? Yes, folks, she's a good guy again. Um, And Peter's like, yes. And Peter's like, well, 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 Black Cat, if uh, if I'm not back yet. um, Oh, there's George, what's up? Holy crap. Look at all the people in here. Oh, Oh, I don't know. We're just just in the final stages of the recap of this issue. George can join us for the the pros and cons of ASM1 now. Yes, it's just about ready to wrap up. George, to catch you up, we just got to the part with the bye Felicia moment. Yes, the bye Felicia. (laughs) So go ahead, Mike. Take take us to bye Felicia. He goes to the bye, does the Friday reference. He's like, He's going up, he's going into the light, and he's thinking, you know what? This is a pretty good way to go out. You know, I think, you know, maybe I screwed up and everything, but, you know, my, you know, and as he's going up in the light, he goes smack right in the side of a window. Yeah. Because it turns out these aren't aliens. This is all orchestrated by the true star of Spider Man uh, Far From Home, Mysterio. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> I know I had to. Uh, by the, by the way, the YouTube chat is going nuts. George is back. Welcome, back, George. Where you been all night? Where have you? Yeah, they're they're missing. Oh, well, but, I had uh, I had D and D to get to. I'm sorry. Oh yes. Real, real, real quick, Mike, what did you think of the by Felicia moment? I thought it was great. My life was complete at that moment. Uh, <laughs> Ash, Ashley, your thoughts on by Felicia? I, I loved it, but Felicia needs to smack Peter next time she sees him because he, he deserves it. Yeah. yeah. So George, anyway, did you like the Friday Ice Cube uh, reference? Uh, I, honestly, I don't remember it because I was focused on more most of the other stuff that was going on. Yeah, I guess I thought, yeah. I, there, there's there's a lot to unpack in this issue, and there's a lot of stuff that I mm-hmm. I mean the entire thing I was like it's humorous without being like copycatty mm-hmm. off TV shows. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, yeah. it's 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 like original, just funny stuff, and it sounded like stuff Spider Man would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, yeah. and so but I mean, there was, there was. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, but I was going to say that after Spider Man quickly beats Mysterio up, yeah, and Mysterio it, it wipes him up, and Mysterio's talking about how like, oh, you know, I was I was trying to do something different because I was tired of doing the same old thing and stuff. And Spider's like, yeah, I kind of know what that's like. Interesting <laughs> enough, and so then we go to a scene where peter is basically telling somebody um yeah essentially saying that for you know while i know things we haven't things worked out with Munez and everything but you know what i kind of need you i mean my life kind of i need something i mean my life just doesn't feel kind of complete and everything and we find out it's mary jane he's talking to and she kisses him yeah and she's basically saying that you know hey what are you talking about this this has always been our story yeah, or something to that effect. But wait, folks, we're not done. We get to the trial of Mysterio, where he goes into his little backstory. He goes into Moloch. He's decided to defend himself in full costume, I might add, at his own hearing. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Chaos laughs> comics. Yes. Even the judge thinking this guy is just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. 
I got to deal with He's probably dealing with this kind of stuff all the time. He's just like, oh, my gosh, Mysterio. Yeah. You know, Mr. Quinbeck, I know you tried to do your own counsel, but, you know. And he's like, but Quinbeck is like going through this whole thing like, no, I must monologue. And, and who should walk in but another one of Spencer's beloved creations is uh, Janice Lincoln. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Who the Beatle, who is also Tombstone's daughter. She's all but thing is because she's also a mob lawyer. And so she's in there and she's basically trying to argue that Mephist that Mysterio is like, oh, basically arguing that he's insane, which given the fact he's uh, he's represented himself in court in full costume and monologue, it's probably not that difficult. Um but as she's saying this, things get a little dark and gross. And yeah. uh yeah. because oh, yeah. Janice Lincoln starts vomiting up roaches and bugs and it just starts filling up this courtroom and Mysterio is just freaking out. He's like, Oh my gosh. And we get the appearance of a guy who's dressed like Scarecrow from the Batman Arkham games. Um, but he's got this like kind of this wooden blue thing and stuff. And he's, it's very clear that he's, it's kind of very much implied that this guy is a demon of some sort or something demonic um, about it. Jack pointed out he bears a really strong resemblance to some Egyptian God. I can't remember which one. You know, yeah. You know who I, I thought it looked like when I first saw it? Remember in the 90s, there was an X-Men that had these things on its shoulder. What, what was that character's name? I can't think of it. Uh, oh. They came from his gut. And Maggot. Maggot. He looked like <laughs> Maggot from X-Men. Is, but I'm guessing, yeah. I'm sure it's not that, but no, but he's kind of, there's like two thing. big maggots by his feet in that. that yeah. It's like centipedes and there's rats yeah. and everything. Yeah. And it's very much implied that if you recall, there was this really odd story in uh, friendly neighborhood, uh, Spider-Man. Well, oh, no, back up a little bit. There was a thing in daredevil where Mysterio, um, killed himself. Um, and he, and there's a really odd, like, Peter David's friendly neighborhood Spider-Man story where Mysterio came back as sort of what is like this agent of hell or whatever. It was very much implied that, and it was actually interesting enough written before one more day. So it was really kind of, it was but, supposed to be a red herring mm-hmm. towards Mysterio. Yeah. Or, uh, Mephisto. Yeah. And, um, hey, we're back. Mm-hmm. What happened? <laughs> you, you left. The- oh, I did. It just, yeah, it just yeah. kicked your ass out. I, I, I right. don't think uh, YouTube liked me talking about Maggot from the nineties. Apparently, <laughs> no, no, but uh, no one does. Okay, go ahead. Like I specifically asked him about that when we we interviewed him for uh, Ben Riley's Squad Spider over on Spidey Dude. Who? Uh, Peter David. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And he said that was actually intentional. That he was designing that as a red herring, that if they wanted mm-hmm. to use a plot, uh, make it more related to a Spider-Man story, that that was something that they could pick up on. It's weird because he's currently running with this narrative that Mephisto or Mephisto and Mysterio are kind of somewhat related in some weird fashion mm-hmm. way in Ben yeah. O'Reilly right now, and then they have this story. Yeah, and so the thing is, it's the strong implication, and it, and the thing is, when Dan Slott came back on the book, he and Mysterio was there. It's like, well, wasn't he supposed to be an agent health? Like, oh no, he faked his whole death because that's Mysterio. Well, this is very much implied that no, Mysterio did in fact die, did in fact go to some hell, and this is his patron, or the and he apparently this guy, whoever this is, has like um, he wants to um, he wants Myster- he's he's got an in for Spider Man, and he knows he's Peter Parker, and he wants Mysterio to kind of like work him over. Mysterio's like, no, I am, I am. He says, I says, oh, you, well. You know, you better, you know, he's like, you know, I'm keeping an eye out. You need to, you know, 
you know, you need to do that. This is just a reminder and everything. I even arranged for Janice Lincoln to kind of get here and stuff. And so it's really kind of creepy. And then, and as he's this, as he leaves and he's, and he's being in Mysterio is being swarmed over by all the bugs and rats and worms and everything. And he's just, and he goes, no, he's freaking out on the stand. It's only, everything goes yeah. back to normal. And they're like, oh yeah. And then everyone's like, oh yeah, he's clearly insane. Well, yeah, you, you made your case, Miss Lincoln. He'll, we'll, we'll go into psychiatric ward and everything. And then Janice Lincoln goes, Wow, you really are a good actor. That was great. And he's like, <laughs> but that was great. And, like, and, like, and, and then finally, we go back to Peter Parker and uh, Cindy Not Moon um, <laughs> at the university. Um, she's like, okay, well, this whole thing about your your PhD, we decided the review board has rescinded it, but there was somebody who decided to give you one more chance or one last chance, as, it, as we will. Um, and so he's like, well, who is that could be? And we see that his new professor is Dr. Connors in his pure <laughs> lizard form. He's like, welcome. Yeah, it's like, and so everyone's hoping that please don't eat me for getting a bad grade and everything like this. So, yeah, again, I guess ESU, not only did they accept accredited work <laughs> by supervillains, they accept <laughs> actual villains as teachers in this place. But does I, Con- I guess it's just Connors gone downhill. Know, does Connors yeah. know Peter is Spider-Man? I don't Good question. He, I don't think he does. I don't think he does. No, but he's, no. He keeps, he's like, things, you know, but anyway. That, that is the end of the issue. Mm-hmm. Yep. My, Mike, let's get your grade first, and we'll go around the horn. What's your grade, sir? Well, it pains me to say it, but I'm going to have to give it a minus. An A minus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, not a perfect, it's not a perfect A, but it's close enough. Okay. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, George, what is your grade? I want to hear this. No, this is an A plus. Um, and A I plus. This, and I had said this back on. Wow. I had said this back on Facebook, uh, and I, I think I may have been talking to Javi. I can't remember for sure, but I said, uh, uh, you know, I haven't been actually like this happy with the Spider-Man comic since oh, like yeah. that uh, that Matt Fraction annual. You know, where like the uh-huh. guy, the FBI, was it an FBI agent or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Was sitting yeah. on Mary Jane, and Mary Jane was like, "He's my husband. You're just some dude." Yeah, you know, and like I mean, because that was a fantastic story. I think that was the last one I uh, I liked before everything completely went to shit for a decade. That was what yeah. they were referencing in the first issue here. Uh, yeah, yeah, were, no, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We hearken back to it in this yeah. issue. And uh, so I mean, like I mean, all it hit all the beats. It hit everything that I needed it to hit. And and you know, I, I wrote this on the Crawl Space website, and I've talked about it on uh, on Facebook. But I I never. I mean, you guys have listened to me. I mean, how how long have oh, I been yeah. jaded about Spider Man? Oh yeah, yeah. long time. Mm-hmm. Long as I've known you, exactly. <laughs> that's at least three years for Ashley, but it's been longer than that. Yeah, mm-hmm. since Methuselah was a small child. And, how long by, by, by the way, Hornacek says he hears George's grade and falls onto floor. <laughs> <laughs> the bodies are dropping, George. And, and so, for the first time, uh, in in oh, literally over ten years, I oh yeah, I mean, I was just. I was like, this is okay, fine. There was so much meta in here. Well, I, you know what? We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll let's pack go, it later. Let's we're, I'm just giving the grades. We're, we're going to go, go pros eventually. Uh, Shy Town, what's your grade? A plus. A plus. It's that Mary Jane kiss, I know. Oh, it's uh, the Mary Jane kiss. And, well, we'll get to the pros, but yeah. mm-hmm. there's Ash- much more than just uh, MJ in there. Ashley, your grade? B plus. B plus. Uh, Dark Mark? A. Hey, Zach. D. No. 
Just kidding. Okay, He's yeah, totally I'm through totally professionally. We're through. <laughs> no, you didn't do it right. We are done professionally. Zach, uh, no, your grade. My, my real grade, for the record, is an A minus. A minus. Uh, Jr. On oh, worried now. Oh, here we go. C plus. Oh. Oh. <laughs> for, for all of okay. my for all of my Twitch friends, not like this. <laughs> not like this. Okay. My grade, my grade, A out of me. Not plus, not minus, right down the middle, A. Okay, Mike, your biggest pros. Well, I'm not going to go to the obvious one with the MJ thing. Um, but it is a big plus. Yeah, it is a big plus. What really, I mean, initially when I was reading this, I was thinking, initially started out with the whole like Boomerang is a roommate and everything else. Like, okay, this is fine, everything. What sent it to excellence was that whole bit about the where we finally get actions to quote, you know, George in our D in our D and D sessions sessions. <laughs> Actions have consequence yep. for once, and well, that's yes. the whole the, the yes. whole thing with the the whole thing with the uh, the degree and the how Spencer linked that back to you know Spider Man's like fault as like, like it's not that he fails to do the wrong that he does the wrong thing it's that he fails to do the right thing as his biggest sin and how it links back to the uncle you know failure to stop the burglar yes that whole bit that was to me that's what sent it to excellence because it shows it. To, took something was was quite possibly, and this is one of many things Slot didn't do right. I think in the book, but this was one of the big ones. And I know you and I, George, we've been we've been beating this thing over and over again about how the fact that everything that, he, that Peter didn't earn one bit of success that he supposedly had in Slot's run. Yep, and, and the, biggest thing, the biggest part of that is that Peter never addressed it himself. Exactly, ever. it's like never even ever. thought about it. Yeah, it was just like it was like the whole thing was just like, you know, that everything, you know, he didn't earn the doctorate, didn't earn the business, but he just acted like, you know, he did. And even the justification for it, when people brought this up, I think to slot in the dance slot in the past, it's like, well, it's very much like him being bent by the spider, isn't it? No, no, it's, it's like, not. yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's a ridiculous thing about thing. So Spencer comes in and says, no, 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 wait a second. This is a guy who beats himself over something you know this is somebody who would not you know take credit for something that he did do and the fact that he allowed this to happen so he and he's using that he didn't just like erase it and he used this as a springboard mm. for to launch another stories this is how you actually do yeah kind of a parker luck scenario it's not yes. actually peter's it's actually not peter's fault but the fault lies in the fact that he didn't do something about it and so now it's everything's coming back everything's kind of snowballing and everything like this like the you know and so i'm kind and it makes you kind of interested okay because now because he's got a launching pad thing so he's got to go back yeah you cost a daily bugle job and everything but it goes but but he goes back and he has to go back try to actually legitimately earn something um you've got the sajani joffrey thing doing the whole potentially a court thing involved in there too because you know trying to sue him take take advantage of that um so it's take actually taking it's actually for once it's presented in, in a 
you know, it, like you know, again, the act it's showing that it's the Parker Luck scenario done right for once. And the fact I, that Aunt May was upset with him too, that was again was just a power was a really great scene. I don't envy Spencer's job of cleaning this up, but he did such a good job. Oh, he did. One, he got a lot done in this issue. I mean, this was amazing how much I, I said in the our Crawl Space Facebook group, it's like he took a dustpan and a and a broom and just started cleaning it. Like, let me get this mess up out of this corner. Let me get this mess. Oh, the dog pooped here. Let me fix this. <laughs> I mean, it, it's amazing what he was able to do in one issue. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. I just can't get over it. Yeah. Uh, he he the Mary Jane thing, the 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 diploma, the the responsibility that he's lacking is just amazing. When he took complete ownership of this book and of this run. He had a lot to clean up, and he did it like a pro. <laughs> I, I, I haven't seen this smooth of a transition from one run yes. to the next, probably since the nineties. Um, and what? Uh, well, like like going from from uh, Michelini to to uh, Jamie DeMatteis before the Clone Saga, um, you know, going from Life Theft to the Pursuit storyline because it just basically took all the it took the the concept and picked up where it, where that uh, story left off. You know, back in the like when you look at the Stern to Falca run, that's a pretty seamless transition. Um, it, there's been good transitions in the past, and and that's what part that's part of what made. Uh, one more day to brand new day. So a abrupt is that it was just not a smooth transition. Right. The story was such garbage that, and, and nothing was addressed afterwards. Um, do you remember real quick, because we talked about this on the podcast a lot. We were like, it will take years for someone, for a competent writer to come in and fix this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And boy, were we wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the fact that it was written by the guy who did Secret Empire is yeah, another. Yeah, this was also written by yeah. the guy that wrote the Superior Superior Yeah, I but mean, to remember, remember, we were saying on this thing that Nick Spencer was toxic after this after Secret Empire. I mean, this is very he, much so. This is he's this, not he's not after this not anymore. Now yeah, he's redeemed himself. But basically. I also but I also read somewhere that Spencer had went back and reread most. If not every issue of Spider-Man, yeah, that's awesome. He mm-hmm. also mentioned specifically that J.M.D. Mateus was his favorite Spider-Man writer. So you you get the you get the most character-driven writer in Spider-Man's history, arguably. Mm-hmm. Guy that would do psychological studies of Spider-Man and his world, and he got into the head of the character. I think George is going to mention this in a minute, but that that scene where he's talking with who we find out to be Mary Jane felt right. This felt like Spider-Man for the first time in 10 years. Real quick, the YouTubers are cracking me up. Bernardo, after JR's uh, grade, he goes, what the what the F? (laughs) 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 And who else? What was another one that that was said? uh, Oh, it's Bernardo again. Look at George. He's so happy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you think I'm happy now? You guys should have seen me. (laughs) <laughs> oh thursday yeah dude and and the people that are in facebook uh chat with us the people that the discord are like, thing, the, i was on with the, the review staff and our admin chat and and like the discord you should have guys i have you ever seen me like that no oh, yeah you were no. on the moon you were, I was you were going 
I'm going crazy. The last, the last time I saw saw George happy about a Spider-Man book is when I recommended Superior Foes to him. That's true. He was like, "All right, I'll try it." And you're like, "This this is hysterical." That's true. That's exactly right. Yeah, that was the last time. Right. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So pros, the we haven't heard from Mark in a while. What's some big pros out of Mark? Well, you know me. I love bad villains. I'll take this Mysterio every issue. (laughs) (laughs) Mysterio does not take notes. Yeah. The fact that he was inspired to become, you know, a screenwriter from watching Splash. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. What's Thank some you. other pros, Mark? What else did you like? Well, there's the obvious there. Um, and I also like... Uh, I mean, I love those bad villains. I just can't get past that. Uh, I, I like bringing Kingpin back as a Spider-Man villain. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. More. That's where he belongs. He can he can share him with Daredevil, but that's where he belongs. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. What? What? The obvious is Mary Jane, right? What's your thoughts on the kiss? And the- Mary Jane. Well, I figure that's uh, that's Shy Town Spidey saying he's he's waiting. <laughs> yeah. let, let's go to Shy Town. Shy Town, your biggest pro, I guess I know what it is. Go ahead. Well, yeah, that last page, and when I heard, uh, when I saw that, I immediately thought of Zach saying, finally. So, Zach, can I hear a finally from you? Finally! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, that, that's my biggest pro, but you're taking accountab- accountability, especially yeah. for the, you know, uh, fraudulent, you know, doctorate mm-hmm. degree. Yes. And Aunt May just being disappointed in him. Not like mm-hmm. after Parker Industries, you know, fell flat. He just, she's like, okay, don't worry about it. You know, whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's only my husband's name that uh, the foundation <laughs> that you own. Not, not, not a big deal. Yeah. But yeah. this, this mm-hmm. felt real. I mean, yeah. it felt so real. Like, I'm disappointing you, Peter. And that panel right there, just like that, that, punch. that hurt Peter. That hurt Peter than any supervillain. That's his whatever mom, he yeah, mm-hmm. mom, you don't and want your mom disappointed in you. I, I, I will say this: that that is the best Aunt May. That that's the biggest justifiable Aunt May scene I may have seen since the since JMS run. JMS mm-hmm. when she found well, out, right? You know, because uh, think about it. Because uh, I saw some people uh, online uh, object to how hard Aunt May went on Peter over that, and I was like, listen, if if you've read Spider Man comics over you know over the the decades, then you'll know. Uh, Aunt May has gone hard on Peter before. Remember mm-hmm. when he dropped out of college? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, she, to the boy. She, she has taken him to the woodshed a lot before. Even oh, there, there was even there was even that one point. Remember in uh, I, I can't remember if it was Stern or DeFalco's run, the Nathan, uh, Nathan Lubinsky thing, where they stopped talking for a while. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they just you know. And so here's the thing with Aunt May, all the stuff that you're having like people may have a problem with like and i guess we'll get to that in the cons but like you know like the, just real quick the daredevil stuff the torch stuff the aunt may stuff this this is stuff that will get resolved mm-hmm. and and we're going to have good character moments along the way when it happens and everyone's going to be in character yes <laughs> george i talked to you this on text Isn't it nice to see a spider-man that wasn't rescued by the other heroes he was willing to take the leap of faith to fight the bad guys, and it, it, it was Mysterio. He he did it. 
It's mm-hmm. it's and, and I said this on Facebook. It's like it's almost like like Spencer was listening to the podcast and was making a list to say like <laughs> yeah. every damn thing we talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> almost, you know, he's like, okay, do it. Yep, got that in there. Yep, got that. In there. <laughs> yeah. Got that one covered. This one's gonna take a while, but oh, I'm working on it. <laughs> give me give me a few. Okay, well I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, incredible. It's incredible. Um, Amazing. Uh, I, I'll be. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna point something out. I think Nick Lowe does deserve some credit for this. He does as much as much crap as we've given him. You, mm-hmm. you absolutely have to give him credit. Uh, on I think this is the first time that Nick Lowe has been able to put his stamp mm-hmm. on as an editor because I think he felt like he couldn't really stamp with because he was brought in while Slots the writer, and I think the inmates were running the asylum. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that there is a good collaborative effort between Nick Lowe and and Nick Spencer, where um, I think it, Nick Lowe is man enough, metaphorically speaking, <laughs> to to acknowledge that there was flaws in Slot's run and let's address them. And I think mm-hmm. Spencer, how, may- how, how could you not think that? I mean, like literally every problem. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it looks like, it looks let, me show, let me show you my old face. No, no. Oh, oh, I gotta get off that camera. Ah! <laughs> and the fact that Spencer wrote, "This is my story," and then cut to MJ. This, this is our story. Our story. Yeah. It yeah. felt right. I haven't been excited to pick up an amazing Spider-Man comic book since JMS. That was it. Yeah, mm-hmm. we have. We, I have a question for everybody. Okay, Mark, what's up? When you were reading and you got to that spot where it's just Peter and he's saying, "As time, I fill the void," and you know he's talking to somebody. Did everybody else think it was going to you're going to turn a page and it was going to be Felicia or somebody else? Some no. I didn't, I didn't no. Well, boy, talk I, about pulling the legs out. If it was any other girl but Mary Jane, mm-hmm. I All mean, right. what, would that you know, just tank the the book for us? If it had been Felicia, maybe not. It would have uh, felt real. It, every beat yeah, would have been. That's not the kind of relationship they have where he goes and just kind of like suddenly spills his heart out to her. I just yeah. don't. Mm-hmm. Those aren't the conversations they have, and that's I, not right. what would start their relationship. Yeah. yeah. Speaking just of that, the like, way he said it, just the way like we've been through mm-hmm. so much together, like it's reference, yeah. like all of that. I just knew as MJ, and then mm-hmm. I saw the Tiger reference. What if it would have been Gwen Stacy? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what? What if it was Grant? Grant? That would have been the last page. Gwen. <laughs> what if it was Carly Cooper? I've got even worse suggestions. Carly Cooper. What if it was Carly Cooper? Can you imagine? George, that would have totally changed your books, your opinion of the book, wouldn't it? Uh, probably. <laughs> not not going to lie. Not gonna, the only way you could have done this without Mary Jane would be if it was Deb Whitman. You know, then, then everybody. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Mark. So, uh, what's JR uh, thinking? He's got to have some. Well, wait a minute. Well, yeah, yeah. JR, yeah, we're, we're, I'm saving JR for the cons. We're still pros. You know what? <laughs> Hang on a second. JR, have you ever even, like, heard of me being this happy? Even <laughs> as far back as you've known me. Which goes uh, back to 2000 when Mackie got replaced. That's true. I, <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. I was. You're right. You're right. Jr. Let's hear some pros out of you. You gave it a C. So there's got to be C something. Plus, C plus. I'm sorry. C plus. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like I I told you in my text. 
uh, there's parts I absolutely despised. And then there's parts that absolutely that intrigued me. Yeah. And I didn't expect to be intrigued, to be honest. Um, mm, that's good. Yeah. The, the parts that I liked was, I mean, I, I've said it before. Mysterio is my favorite B villain. Mm-hmm. And I'm not entirely sure why, yeah. <laughs> but he just is. And the idea, even though I, th- my cynical part says, yeah, they're giving him a big role because guess what? He's going to be the villain in, you know, far from home. And, you know, we've got to, we've got to have another one of this, these damn tie-ins with the movies, but I'm actually, I'm actually glad to see Mysterio get a, a, a major story. I'm kind of glad to see it tie in with, the fact that he was quote unquote dead. I mean, I was willing to accept the fact that he's the master of illusion. You know, he just faked it. I was willing to accept that because Kevin Smith killing him was so effing stupid <laughs> that I didn't care that the resolution made sense, just that it was resolved. You know, like, like when Doc Ock was killed and then he was re- revived by mystical ninjas, you know, <laughs> you know, it was it like, justify the means of that it, exactly. It was like, just bring Doc Ock back. I don't care. You know, uh, but you didn't like that, 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 uh, that fantastic replacement character, Carolyn Trainer. <sighs> Fantastic being the operative word there, I'm sure. It, it's like any, it's like anything else. It's like as as a temporary character, as something different. Yes, as a permanent replacement, which is what was intended originally. No, yeah. no. How do you replace Doctor Octopus? You know, maybe yeah. if you want to give the original a rest. But I mean, they were. You know, I mean, the Osborns were both. Like I said, I think I said in one of my articles, the Osborns were both dead, and Octopus was dead, and it's like, who the heck were Spider-Man's villains going to be? But anyway. Uh, and hey, I like re- re- real quick, JR, the, just to read a couple of the YouTubers' comments. Vinkman says, Gwen, dude, what is in that Mountain Dew you're drinking, Brad? <laughs> Enigma says, George, you might need a sedative. Uh, <laughs> Bernardo said, I've never seen the crawl space so hot, happy. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, people yeah, are used to this. What if it's been Cindy Moon? <laughs> but but I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued funny. to see. You know, what's your intriguing? Yeah, what's intriguing for you? No, I was intrigued to see, um, you know, to see if he'll go back to the whole. Well, Mysterio really did kill himself, and uh, let's see what kind of spin he can put on that. The other thing that I, I intrigued me, I have to confess, the lizard being a teacher. That, yeah, it's it's like you know, it's it's like that has got to be. It, it's this is either going to be a cluster F or it could be really great. The lizard is a teacher. I, it's like I have to see where that goes. So those are those are my two pros. Do you know okay. the lizard? Whenever he has to call in sick to school, Stegron is a sub. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> well, I think George would say Stegron subs. Well, here's the thing, and I, and, I, and, I was talking to George, and I was talking to George about this over the Discord. I know he disagrees with me when I'm going to say about this, but does this mean we're going to have Peter Goy being invited over to Dr. Connors and seeing the, the, the not wife and not son as the lizard and has sit down for dinner? I, I, I know. I, I'm pretty sure that that's down the down the drain. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I, know that. I know you think that, but I'm you know you know I I just can't see that scene coming up or something like hey, that. We, we are shedding off the slot baggage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we are shedding like a dead skin on a snake. It is. Here's the thing. George, you know, like, it's like a Muppets, uh, the great Muppet caper when they open the door on the plane and they take the Muppets' luggage and they throw them out the window. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Happiness Hotel, bitches. <laughs> so, so, so what's that? Uh, 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 That's funny. Have a legit, uh, 
I want a shirt with the Muppets. I I broke Brad. (laughs) Use your ass, Brad. (laughs) I have a legitimate question. Okay. I have a legitimate answer. uh, Does the the lizard family turn into flour with extra scales? <clears throat> I, they actually turned. Into, I'm pretty sure they disintegrated like a, like a Thanos victim. <laughs> We're never going to hear from them again. Happiness <laughs> hotel bitches. <laughs> Brad, With Kermit the Frog doing yay, yay. Oh my god. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, I didn't think we heard Ashley's prose. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you touched a lot of pros for me, except I'm I could care less about MJ. Sorry, I won't know. I'm you must have with that salt. I'm ready to be sold on it. I'm kind of like, okay, Nick, give me what you got. Yeah, here's an opportunity to kind of sell me on this. I'm not enthusiastic going in, but you know, I'm not, I'm open to it. I'll give it, I'll give it a try. So. Oh. That's, that's all you can I do. Like, that's awesome. That's yeah. good. It's an open mind. I like the art a lot, um, especially how MJ was drawn. I like because I feel like whenever I've seen her before, she just looks has this super doll face that I've never really liked. But in here, like he's just she's still incredibly you know very attractive and everything. But there's so much character and expression that's just yeah. it was so. There's so much communicated in it. it. It wasn't just like, oh, let's you know make her look like a, a model on every page. She looked really mm. human. And she I really right. hadn't really had this much expression. I'll be honest, since for me to junior draw. Mm-hmm. Yep, mm-hmm. she really hadn't. I, I, yeah. I'm kind of mixed on the art. What yeah, do you guys that, think? Well, that, let, actually, let actually, I love the little nuances like Peter's bedhead in the beginning. Oh, I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and some of the expressions are a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's have the rest of Ashley's prose. I think what I liked most is that even though we're finally kind of getting what needed to happen, the natural consequence of him going forward and not taking responsibility for um, having a degree that wasn't his and all these things that he just went along with, you know, like, oh, well, I woke up and had all this thing, these things that I didn't actually earn myself, but we're just going to keep going with it because that's just where the story's going to go. Um, even though he had the natural consequence of that and he has to kind of wake up and face the coffee, you still, when I was reading it, <laughs> I still felt the... What? The thing face the the back, back the hell up. Face the coffee? I gotta face the coffee? <laughs> no. I like it. What? No. What, what, what was I the question? Smell the coffee. The coffee? Oh, <laughs> smell the coffee, not taste the coffee. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Look, George is facing the coffee right now. <laughs> <laughs> Happy in this hotel, bitches. <laughs> Brad, Brad. Sorry. Well, he's going to do something with coffee. It's going to be at his face somehow, either way. <laughs> but you still feel the sting of that injustice. You're like, no, yeah, this he didn't he didn't plagiarize it. You, mm-hmm. And I found myself kind of rooting for him and being like, you know, you don't want this to happen to him. But as it goes through, you realize, no, he is at fault here. And yeah. you kind of have to he, he has to take responsibility. So um, mm-hmm. 
I, I like that. I don't know what or how he does it, but you just really feel like you're in Peter's shoes in that moment. And it's such a nice change from slot where it feels like he's constantly the butt of a joke. Yes. And anytime something bad happens to him, you're like, well, you deserve that. You Josh, feel like you're constantly laughing at him. Josh on YouTube says this and see if this is an accurate statement. This, this is accurate. This is accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says Ashley doesn't care for Mary Jane because she hasn't read any classic stories. Her only real experience with the character is the post one more day iteration. With that in mind, I can't blame her for her stance on Mary Jane. Do you think that's true? Yes and no. I think. Um, I just, there's been nothing to draw me to her. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true for 10 years. There hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. She's just not the kind of female character I like. Um, like with Felicia, like, okay. You know, she's the, uh, God, what do you call it? She's cat burglar. Goes out there. She's got a costume. She kicks ass and, you know, she's got a lot of, a lot of these points um, that I really like in um, certain characters, but with MJ, she's, I've never really, it, like, if you had a list, if you just listed out their, like, what they do, I'd be like, not my cup of tea. I just don't really yeah. see what, there's nothing here to draw me in to really yeah. hook me. Yeah. So. Before we move on to cons, yeah. uh, any other pros that we've missed? Can I make a quick uh, quick yeah. reference to a f- former member of our show, uh, Don Grant, and I were talking the other day about this, and he says, I just read it, and I actually enjoyed it. This To me, this feels like uh, the actual Parker luck, i.e. Peter's life is messed up because he's Spider-Man, not yep. because he's inanely a loser. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're, as, as readers with Peter the whole time, and he's more appropriately mel- appropriately melancholy than Slots Peter was. It's not a gag comic. It feels like Spider Man. And characters like Robbie and Aunt May aren't hating him as much. The yeah. Marvel heroes are annoyed at him, but we've seen worse. It, he takes down Mysterio and saves the city in one punch. Yep. He gave it a B. Peter peeing down on his luck is old news, but the execution is right up more his alley. So uh, I just thought his point about it being feeling like the actual Parker luck needed. And I didn't want to steal it from him because yeah. that was a really great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got, since this is Mike's, <laughs> Mike's review, we're going to start with him for cons. First, okay. And then I'm going immediately to Jr. <laughs> okay. All right. So mainly my cons are more like technical aspects of it. I mean, yeah. said, I mean, to say about Ryan Otley's art, he's really good. Ashley's right about the whole facial expressions and everything, but I think when it came to some of those scenes with the Avengers and him and everything, it does look a little stiff in places. It's very, very kind of seems a little bit posed and everything. And also the thing is mainly, I think people who have been reading Invincible will kind of notice how his characters kind of look very similar to how they looked in Invincible as well, especially, I mean, I heard the joke about MJ. What's, what's, what's Peter Parker kissing Adam Eve for? Adam Eve is one of the characters was invincible and she's also redhead and stuff. It's a, it's very kind of thing. Um, but I know I was kind of trying to sort of making a joke about pulling out the uh, dark Brown whiteboard and jumping back and forth and everything. Mm-hmm. That's because the thing about the nonlinear narrative. Um, well, let's face it. Some people, sometimes it can work like a Christopher Nolan film and this didn't really do that. It's kind of initially oh. in the beginning. It's, it was, it was kind of, I understand why we're over the place too much. No, it was just in the beginning. It was a little rough. I mean, I kind of, I mean, after a while you read it, it gets okay. But I think it just initially it was, you know, it needed some, a little bit more indications of what he was doing. And also 
um, about the Avenger, the superhero community getting upset with him over what the cane pen was doing. It was like, okay, it's a little, that's a little kind of for, kind of shoved in there. I mean, again, it's more like my big the reason why it's not quite a perfect thing. It's more like a technical aspect, like a, how he trying to try chose the structure narrative. Because otherwise, I think the character work is solid, the um, the humor is solid, the the art is actually all and everything else. So it's just, again, it's just these minor little things that I think just kind of, to me, that just didn't quite reach it above there. So um, I, I will say this. I think his Spider-Man specifically is probably mm-hmm. the most dynamic Spider-Man that I've seen since, uh, in terms of new art artists right. coming onto the book. Yeah. I, he's it's, the second best outside of Ryan Segman. I think him and Ryan Segman yeah. are... Yeah, I mean, Ryan is great. The, new, I'm, the this newest style design. of Spider-Man that we've not seen that kind of style. Okay. Yeah. That, I style, think, no, he's, that style fits Spencer really well. Oh yeah, he's he's really it's well. a perfect style for him. I just yeah. saying that it's not it's if you're expect especially if you're doing like character work with the faces and stuff like that. It's just that I kind of like to see a little bit more of uh, being a little bit more fluid, not bodily fluid, mind you, but with all those exploding aliens and stuff. <laughs> but um, just a little bit more. What the hell is like, wrong with you, McNulty? <laughs> well, look, well, you saw you, that, you, Bane. If you, 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 missed, you missed the bottom. You, miss, you missed the fluid yeah. talk yeah, earlier. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shame. <laughs> all right. I, I want to hear this. JR, your biggest cons. Go. The lowest grade of the podcast. I, I, I don't know. I feel like uh, apparently I feel like I've read a bizarro version of the story as opposed <laughs> to everybody else. Uh, the scene with Aunt May absolutely appalled me. Really? Because, because here's the thing. <sighs> Peter sitting there peeing in his pants because Aunt May is criticizing him. And it's like, you know, just last issue, Norman Osborn tried to kill her. You know, tried to kill her. Okay. And the reason this, he's, Peter is going through this colossal cluster F is because of something that was done to him as Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Norman went to kill Aunt May because he is Spider Man. Peter owes Aunt May. Explanations. I, I will absolutely owes her explanations for the things that have happened in her life that he is responsible for. And there's this bullshit, you know, uh, <laughs> panels where why is it that no matter what I do, the people I love are always the one who end up paying for my mistakes? You know why? Because you're not an effing man. You're not an effing man telling people, the people who mean the most to you, the truth about yourself. That is not a way the way a man handles things. And now, for Peter to sit there like a cowering little boy while Aunt May chews on him a little bit, I, I find completely unacceptable. If, 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 I, if I may rebuttal against that. Yeah, go ahead. Go at, fucking at, right ahead. Oh! <laughs> oh! JR, you censored all the other Fs but that. Would you talk to your mother this way? Would you absolutely <laughs> sit there, sit there and cower while your mother talked to you this way? Yes, my mother looks at me. I, I'm a 46-year-old man, and my mother routinely <laughs> looks at me when I visit her, and if I piss her off, she says, look, I, I brought you into this world. I can still take you out, and I know she's not kidding. 
Anyway, go ahead, Shy Town. Go ahead. Real quick, Shy Town. The YouTubers are going crazy for Jr. Jr. is salty. Jr. brother. Uncensored Jr. Unleashed. Okay. Now I will. Well, Shy Town, he's got something going on for a second. Um. I will say this. I mentioned this in the recap while Mike was doing this, that this would have been completely mitigated. And I agree with you, JR. If he would just tell Aunt May Spider-Man. Oh yeah. JR, if, if the story that JMD, I mean, uh, did never happened, that would be the standard Spider-Man. I can't tell her cause I'll hurt her. If that's that so effing stupid, her more by continually lying to her face. And Straczynski was absolutely right for her to be mad at her, at him, yeah. because this is one of the most important parts of your life for the last X number of years. And you've been lying to me, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this reminded me of that time in swing shift. Remember swing shift. It brought back more visions of one brand new day when aunt may ended, that story and Peter was lying on the bed and the ba- birthday cake was crumbled oh I just wish he'd be more responsible no <laughs> he is responsible and May you know that you know he is Spider-Man you know he is Spider-Man All the right? devil breaker damn F-bomb JR bomb <laughs> goblin bombs <laughs> well, let's, here's the thing though here's the thing, all right and, and this my rebuttal. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Here, let let George talk real quick, and yeah, then we'll get, get your shot. Just real quick, I just want I just want to point out because I, I said it, I mentioned it earlier, the Aunt May thing, and and uh, there's a couple of other things in here like Daredevil, Human. Tor- I think this is all going to be moved forward. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I, I, I we're going to see progress on that. We're we're going to see a more ex- you know more exposure to that. And and here's something I haven't said about a Marvel writer, and God knows how long I trust <laughs> I trust Spencer. Ooh. I, try, I trust Spencer, and, and I'm like, let's see where he goes with this. When was the last time I ever said that? Mm-hmm. Oh, Julia, this is the so, big one. So, so you know, I that was just a, you know a thing that I I agree with Jr. Uh, in the sense that that he owes me explanations and things like that. But I I think this is more of a thing that's like it's coming, and it's like it's one of those moments where Aunt May just kind of goes off like a tea kettle. Jr. It's it's coming up in the next movie. They may tie it in. Well, I, I was about to say, Shy Town needs his rebuttal. I mean, okay. it's like, yeah, yeah, my, my, I'm sorry. I so, what, basically, what George just uh, said, uh, when Peter went to go face Aunt May and Aunt May, you know, chewed him out, then he's fighting aliens, and then Mysterio gives, like, maybe I should have done things differently. I was just trying to do things differently and whatnot. I think he's starting to learn his responsibility. I mm-hmm. think he's starting, like, okay, yeah, now, after that, he starts being a man. That's why he went to uh, Mary Jane. And I'm pretty sure that uh, in the next few issues, he may tell Aunt May I'm mm-hmm. Spider-Man. It could happen. I, can very, I would agree with that very much. That just all in good time. I think mm-hmm. the jury's still out on this. To It's too quick to make a, a judgment as far as that. I mean, we could very well in the next few issues see where he says, you know, I've been thinking about everything that's happened and I need to sit down with Aunt May and have this talk with her. But that would be, that's such a big moment. We couldn't have had that squeezed into this issue. There's just mm-hmm. not the space for it. Well, so. the thing is, we have seen this so many times, though, and it never gets resolved. Peter stands there sulking. He wishes he could tell Aunt May something. And this is, I guess, perhaps I'm just too darned old, you know, because it's like, and maybe it is time to give up. 
you know. Maybe, no, it's uh, not. Uh, I, I, I have. I mean, it's like I have. It's, it's, I should. I don't want to. And see, I don't want to target Nick Spencer. I don't. You know. And you're right. This may. This he may have a plan. He may have a plan. But the thing is, though, I feel. You know, it's kind of like. I, I don't have I don't have George's faith. <laughs> I don't have George's. Pretty hard to say, isn't it? He can't even he can't even complete that sentence. <laughs> but but now you know I, I, and you know it, it this it infuriated me the same way that the whole um, remember when the the, the you, you know when you were fifteen years old and you when it ran out crying because your uncle <laughs> bit got blowed away you didn't stay around and comfort me you know and yeah. I'm so mad at you this is what that reminded me of did that you know? that scene take it down so so many letter grades for you is that the one scene or is that your main con. Well, that's my main con, but I just, the whole, the, see, and here's the thing. I mean, the whole idea of Peter and the grad degree, I, I've had mixed feelings about that because you're right. I mean, he didn't really earn it, but it's one of those things where you say, okay, how do you, everybody, I mean, it's public. Everybody saw you get it. You know, it, it, you know it's like, so how, how do you say I don't deserve it? You know, when you, when theoretically you did all the work. You know, and I'm not saying it was right for him to take it, but for it just for for him to just say, "Oh yeah, yeah, I took, uh, yeah, I took credit for something I didn't do." It was like, well, how were you going to not take credit for it? What do you expect? Well, you know, I mean, uh, I was on drugs. Uh, I was, you know, doing a little, you know, or yeah, how, how are you not? I don't think that's how that works. They're 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 yeah, but let um, cigarettes don't cause that, buddy. Well, I was thinking of some other kind of cigarette, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it, it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, an alien took over my brain and the alien, <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those where, yeah, I mean, I can see that that's something and I agree that that's something that kind of needs to be undone, but, you know, I mean, Peter, to, if Peter's going to be honest with himself, he's got to say, yeah, I should have done it, but how the F was I going to do it? That uh, kind little of thing. Slight counterpoint to that. Um, I'm going a little flashback here because it was because it was it was going another counterpoint. <laughs> Hold up! Last time someone gave a counterpoint, he dropped a goblin f bomb. I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I felt that. I just have a nice <laughs> face. Felt it that. in Chicago, Jr. Wow. Um, I thought the but, um, stopped. This issue, there is a point where Peter makes a reference to Doctor Lamaze. Now, if you remember in Superior Spider-Man, Doctor Lamaze was the one guy who exposed. You know, mm-hmm. quote Doc Spock as, oh no, this is not written by Peter Parker. This is written by Doctor Octopus. He even said that, like, yeah, and I could prove it because, you know, I've got the copy of the paper and everything like this. And then Doc Ock had to actually make some kind of a whole hologram of himself to go to Doctor Lamaze and say, oh no, Peter Parker was my protege and everything like this. So there was a point where it was uncovered, but then they had this whole, this whole thing. So, um. So it's not like this thing couldn't have been, you know, explained or whatever it is like this. I think the thing is what if you're and you're saying if what Peter would have done, he could have just said, okay, fine. He just could have said, okay, I'll take responsibility for it and see what kind of comes what may, rather than just saying, oh, well, dims the brakes. And you know, because I mean, essentially, again, it's it's something that he was. It's the whole idea. Like, I mean, you complain about the fact that he's not telling Aunt May. It's to me that was the egregious thing is that that he's not take. This is a guy who's supposedly all about 
taking responsibility for you know the power he's given and stuff and the fact that he's just been handed this thing that he didn't actually deserve that he knowingly knows that this is something that he you know didn't deserve at all or didn't do or anything and but again so again it just seems like and i know i've got this question too like how did how else could he resolve this thing but again it's just well, the fact that you don't have a good answer or a quick answer or a neat answer indicates know, that there is no neat answer to it. Well, you know? but again, it's, but the, but again, the way that Spencer always able to, uh, 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 was able to fit this in anyway, the fact that he was kind of exposed and he kind of real and Peter kind of realizes, oh, this is something I should have somehow dealt with but didn't, and this is coming back on me, and now I've got to fix, you know, rectify this. One thing I, I think, think I remember hearing is Jr.'s thoughts on Mary Jane coming back well again you know this kind of goes back to uh you know not having george's faith you know i mean i you know i I can just see it now you know george is the deeply religious uh uh, you know person and i'm the atheist you know and it's kind (laughs) of like i I don't have any faith you know they're not going to bring the marriage back it's not going to oh no i don't think anyone has that illusion either exactly Um, so it's not going to be resolved until then you know it's like to me I, i don't care i don't care if they you know you know, if they start shacking up or whatever or anything like that, you know, the marriage not the marriage. If the marriage doesn't come back, it's not resolved. So I stop. Think, effing, so stop effing with me. Stop teasing us. Just stop. <laughs> pumpkin bombs. Pumpkin bombs. Kill, um, kill her off then. The, oh, 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 stop oh, it. Oh, that would be dramatically sloppy since they've already killed Gwyno. I, I, I was being facetious. With Man, that. get the yeah. redhead off but, the bridge, JR. But, oh. uh, but it, it's like, you know, I just find, yeah, yeah, we're being effed with again. So, so do you think the, the, the Mary Jane and Peter back together is not going to be long term? Do you think it's going to, the rug's going to be pulled out? I, I, I don't have any faith that it will be long term. What, what the rest I don't of have any faith, you know, I mean, well, you know, it, it, it's like, a, you know, George Michael, you know, took it to the grave with him. I don't have any more, you know? Well, uh, I mean, well, what? I think in the me- in- <laughs> what that was such a, that was such an odd, like, just terrible oh, faith. Faith. Gotta have faith. faith. Got it. Got Good gosh. God. Yeah. I, I got happiness hotel. I didn't get the faith. <laughs> right. You didn't get that's one of George Michael's most famous songs, and you didn't get them. Come on, Douglas. Oh, gotta have, I, I didn't see JR being a big George Michael fan, first off. Well, first I, you know. him. I don't I mean, imagine I, you in the 80s dancing the faith. No. <laughs> it's it's the same it's the same reason that someone that uh, I think two two, you know, uh, Two two seven zero six zero venom six five three four nine was curious about me quoting Shrek. You know, it's pop culture. You're going to hear all kinds of pop culture. Right. Jr. In the nineties, did you Vogue? <laughs> you mean the Macarena Never brand? Do that again, Douglas. Hey, Macarena. Hey, I, I don't know. I was going to say, did you ever go to the barber? I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 man, you up, man. you're, you're going to get a goblin F bomb aimed at you. <laughs> oh my God, right, yeah, let me, let me, talk, let me talk okay. to JR's, uh, JR's thing about faith for a second. Okay? okay. And this is, this is very important. Uh, because you know me, I mean, and here's the thing. I, I, I haven't bothered with spoilers or anything else on this thing. I didn't even read it until Thursday mm-hmm. because everything I, I, I we were seeing, you know, oh, new girlfriend, this. And I'm like, you know what? It's a second verse, same as the first. I had written this off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so but when I read this issue. 
there was and, and, and I had mentioned it before and I, I mentioned it a lot on the on the Discord and, and elsewhere. Uh, there's so much meta message in this thing. And, and and for those of you who don't know it, that means like, you know, it's there's underlying context to what's being gone. It's like it, there's stuff mm-hmm. outside that's being talked about in the story. It's self-referential. Right. It, yes, yeah. it's self. And when you get to that la- that second to last page, those six panels specific, I mean, this whole issue is laced with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, very But when so. you get to those six panels and the way Peter's dialogue is and the way that the that the um, the way that the narration you know, is laid out on that. It is, you can't, I don't know how you can read that and not understand that it's, 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 it's basically Marvel's way of doing a rebirth and saying, yeah, we've, we've been doing stuff wrong for a while. We yeah. Have. It's, it's the closest to a mea culpa. We're gonna it get. is. It's, it's, the, it's as close as we're going to get. It, it definitely is as close as we're going to get. Yeah. Um, but I, it, it definitely will. Every time I'm reading and I read that one page over and over and over and over again, you know, just because there was so much of a message there, I felt, mm-hmm. I felt, and I don't know how like you could read it and not think that there was. Well, and that Darsky gotten the message over at Spectacular, you know. Then yes, if, but but yeah, well, but again, there, there's I mean, a but Mephisto the, reference. Is that, book? is that something Nick told you? Cra- graham crackers. <laughs> uh, but again, it's a. It, it, I think after a while, like we had 10 years of Peter going into these different romance, because that's one of the reasons one more day was supposed to happen was because, Oh, it opens Peter up to all these new relationships. Well, every single relationship we've had since, you know, one more day has been just one dead end after another. And one boring thing after you had, you had Carly Cooper. We had, um, we had the Asian sissy Ironwood, whose name we can't even spell right or something. (laughs) Um, you had Mockingbird in there. Oh um, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, and again, every single one of these, it's just like maybe just because of the way they were written or something, it just felt really dull because you realized they weren't going to go anywhere. They were I, just kind of just kind of like you know. I like just, what uh, Josh Nelson said in chat. Jr. just ran Brad with his glider. <laughs> <laughs> Any other cons before we we start? One more. Wait a minute, one more. One, one more. Okay. I. I'm tired. I, I've said this before. I'm tired of the kingpin. I'm just, I mean, I'm tired of the kingpin. You know, I, I guess in a way, someone would say, wait a minute, JR. I mean, Norman Osborne keeps getting away with crap all the time and he keeps resurfacing every now and then. But, uh, you know, Spider Man, it, it's Spider Man beat the kingpin to with an inch of his life. Anytime Spider Man even meets Fisk, he should say, Fisk. I beat you to within an inch of your life. Your only standing right now is because I chose not to put you six feet under. Out of my way, fat man. I never want to see you again. You know, it's, it's, you know, yeah. I don't, and, and, and Fisk is probably too arrogant, too arrogant to accept that. But mm-hmm. well, he is honestly, honestly, you know, fit, the Kingpin should be no match for Spider-Man. He should never have been a match for Spider-Man. I think JMS handled it exactly the right way. There is no way Fisk can, even if he's 300 pounds of muscle, he can't move as fast as Spider-Man. Spider-Man can hit him 10 times before Fisk can raise his fist. And we've you know, pointed this out before. We've covered uh, uh, fights, uh, Kingpin fights, Brad, on, on Fight Club. Uh, is that, you know, like a, a lot of times when he has done well against Spider-Man, Spider-Man's been injured already mm-hmm. or something has, there's, there's something that Spider-Man's not fighting about a hundred, at a, you know, like a hundred percent. So, J, I mean, JR's got a good point on this. 
So uh, yeah. Fisk I is see. hitting him at a different angle, though, Jr. Yeah, he's embarrassing him. I'd grab the fat. I would grab him. He's not fat, though. That's the thing. He's not. If it, so, it, he's, he's, so, I would grab him by his tie, pull his pulling down, and you know, tell him, you know, Fisk, don't f with me. You know what happened the last time you f with me? You mean don't in front of all those pre- so in front G- of all those cameras that he's had, had set up? Who yeah. cares? And, and here's another thing: <laughs> <laughs> the whole idea that Spider-Man tells jokes because he wants other people to like him. Is that is that what Spencer believes, or is that a characterization of what the Kingpin believes? I think no, that's, that's more what Fisk believes. Okay, that's, that's what I wonder because yeah. that is not why Spider Man tells jokes because he's craving the approval of no. everybody else. Spider Man's used to be in the outsider. After a while, when you're used to being the outsider, you say "f you" to everybody else. You know, mm. you don't want to be on the cool kids team anymore, even if you are, even if you become cool, because the cool kids wouldn't give you a seat at the table for so long. So. You know, I, my question to Jr. is because most of us were pleased to the way he cleaned up house a bit. How would you a have bit. a lot? <laughs> How would you have cleaned up ten years of slot? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mary Jane gets up out of bed, and uh, Peter's taking a shower. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Dallas. I feel like Dallas, Dallas style, more Texas. Um, I will say this: at the end of the day, this felt like Spider-Man for the first time in a long time. Oh, yes. it did. Uh, hey, Art, did like- will you admit that? Did it feel like Spider-Man? <sighs> you know, I've I was ready to give up after this issue. I really was. You know, I and I'm oh, still we brought you back in. No, you haven't. No, you poo poo me back in. No, it's like I, I just you know, no, I'm, I'm really it's like everything I like the whole thing with Mysterio, for example. Even though I like the whole I think with Mysterio, the first thing I thought of was, well, gee, I'm remembering the reboot Amazing Spider Man number one, 1999, you know, when when uh, Scorpion got an upgrade and we had this mysterious figure. You know, behind it, and it turned out to be but Captain it's not Howard Mackey. It, happened to, it turned out to be Captain F and Power. You know, it's like <laughs> I've seen this before. And maybe, like I said, maybe that's why it's time. You know, we were talking about the uh, realize. You know, I don't. I, I Spencer and I done. had this conversation. You know, I mean, it's like you're saying, you know, it's like Spencer. Should I give it up or whatever? No. Then Spencer says, "I gotta go see my girlfriend." Uh, <laughs> good, good for Spencer. I'm gonna lie. And in and, and Chi Town and, and Mike, I was not. I was not uh, fussing with your giving. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, I just, I, I was, I was on, I was on a dramatic roll. So. Oh, uh, real, real quick. Um, I think we're done with cons. Uh, I want to talk to Chi Town. You got to meet Nick Spencer today. Talk about that. Yeah, I want to hear about all this. I want to hear the story. Okay. Yeah. Well, after work, I went over to Grand Crackers Comics. My buddy called me up, and uh, I went over to go meet Nick, and he had his handler there. So that's the guy that you know takes care of Nick and. Make sure all the interviews and like a screen background thing. And uh, he was really a nice and professional guy. So there was a line going out of the store. Um, I remember calling Zach and saying, you know, I have never felt this nervous to meet someone who actually fixed my hero. This is a guy, uh, that, you know, nice. I mean, I, I've met J. Scott Campbell. I've met uh, Sibolsky. I've met Dan Slott. I met Joe Quesada. I met... Um, Alex Solvik, I, 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 Mark Bagley, Bendis, all of them. And I just felt comfortable. 
Yeah. But this is a guy that's like really, I mean, the day before I got everything prepared and I went to go see Incredibles 2 with my wife and my kid, our first movie. And I felt like the Fonz. I was, I was cool. And then while driving after work to this comic book shop, I felt like Richie Cunningham. Like it's, I just went down and I was just extremely nervous, but he was really friendly. He was really nice. Uh, I remember some people, you know, the first guy that came up to him, like they, I overheard his conversation. He said, man, when I heard you were being on Spider-Man, I was amazed. Like who could they find to replace slot and i'm in my mind i'm like anyone anyone <laughs> anyone and uh let's do know, a rock out a window <laughs> so nick uh what was his reply was, to that i didn't hear i just kind of oh. walked away because i had to go change yeah. so because uh, you, you cosplayed in the store of i did i i thought yeah. it would be really cool you know the writer of spider-man and then spider-man right there and we got some pictures i think some Pictures made it onto Instagram. I'm, I've been getting notifications about sweet. it. Sweet, but oh, sweet. Uh, oh, nice. is he from I, Chicago or was he just promoting there or something? Promoting. He was promoting. Oh, it. He's yeah. actually from I, Tennessee or Kentucky, one of the two. Because hmm. I heard them. I thought he was in Chicago. I thought he was in Chicago for a time because he was had an early political career for a time before he went into comic writing. I thought. I don't know about that. Okay, so, I'll look that up Sandra, at some point. So take me from the point where you go up to him. What's your first words you say to him? Stuff like that. Nick thank Spencer. You. I say thank you right away. I shake his hand. He's like, oh, you're welcome. You know, <laughs> I don't know what I did. I'm like, you you brought Spider-Man back. You you brought yeah. the Spider-Man that I know that I love back. And you brought Spider-Man's girl back. And you brought his, you know, responsibilities. And he has to yeah. take, you know, he has to take, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Accusations for those responsibilities, uh, Guilt. He's uh, the guilt was even in uh, AMS number one. So I interviewed him. I asked the questions, uh, which you can find on the front page of the Cross Space, and uh, he said yes to an interview to Brad. I mean, he yeah. said yes. He's like, oh, he's wow. like, yeah, I would absolutely love to do an interview. And I gave Brad, uh, yeah, the I've got the email. information, and yeah, let's, after San Diego Comic Con, you know, I. After, I, I, one thing I did say to Chi Town is is that we just one to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, remember to breathe, uh, especially when you're feeling that nervous. Uh, but but secondly is that these are these are people too. Um, and I think at the end of the day, sometimes we get a little hero worship when we when we interview or talk to these guys. And Brad, you can probably talk about this more than anybody because you've interviewed more than anybody else on this show. But when you're talking with these guys, one, they're at their at their core, they're they're not too much different than us. Mm-hmm. Sometimes to their own detriment. <laughs> slot. Um, no, our our interview with Slot and when he first started was fun. I had uh, fun with those. Yeah, I was going to say, Brad, do you ever want to interview another amazing Spider-Man writer? Because the, the last begin- time you did, you wound up banning him. <laughs> Mm-hmm. At the beginning of his run. <laughs> no, one thing I you're, said: you're, your luck is not good there. Uh, <laughs> the thing is, it's like, yeah, uh, we we had uh, we had such reverence for Slot. I mean, you go back to listen to those old episodes. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like if we <laughs> us then we love yeah. Dan Slot. Us now, yeah. yeah. One thing I said to Shy Town is, I'm like, thank you for giving the site and the podcast a good first impression to the writer. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was him. I mean, have you ever heard of the crawlspace? And he's like, I think I kind of did. Uh, he wasn't sure, 
but uh, I gave him George's letter. And that's he's that's like, well, well, real quick. That's that when he says, "Oh, I think it kind of that's his way of saying yes." Everyone at Marvel was telling me how bad shit crazy you people. Are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm trying not to set you the f off right oh, now. Those people. Yeah, those, I'm sorry. <laughs> go ahead, Shytown. No, nah, he he you, said uh, that letter was awesome. He loved it, and he. So uh, you handed him George's review. You printed George's yeah, review I off, handed it to him. And, I, I showed him Mark's review. I showed him Neil's review, and uh, he liked it. But I think he was like in uh, looking at the second page because I printed out uh, George's, and he started busting the gut laughing. He thought it was just funny. He's like, this he, is thought, great. he thought I, mine I, was funny. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it. I, mean, I was like, like, I was actually like wiping away happy tears writing. What? He's like, this um, is awesome. This is the the kind of you know, I, this is the type of response he, I think he wants. And his uh, smile was huge in those pictures. Yeah, yeah it I, really was. It was huge. Uh, nice guy. And right I, after I everything that we've been through with Marvel, mm-hmm. and we've had some ups and downs. We've made some mistakes along the way. Um, you know, we had a pretty good relationship with Arun Singh. Uh, the Marvel's PR guy that was there pre-Disney buyout. Um, And we had a really good relationship with him until he left. Um, To see a writer and and by extension Marvel, uh, because he's a representative of Marvel, Steve Wacker, despite what you say. Um, George, that guy may give you flashbacks, sorry. Um, No, no, no. Yeah, I know what you meant. (laughs) But um, to see it, you know, get off on the right foot. I thought, I thought, uh, no, what better ambassador than the guy that, that dresses up as Spider-Man to, to not only make, um, the people around him happy, but kids happy too. Uh, you know, Chai Chow Spidey has been a great addition to our, to our, to our I agree. group. And Thank I think you guys. Appreciate uh, as, as an ambassador for our site, because I think we all take a little bit of ownership with this show and the site. Um, obviously it's Brad's baby, but you know, we're all Brad's brothers and, and sister. Don't forget about Ashley, <laughs> uh, who's really who looks so tired right now. I feel so bad for. Her. Um, <laughs> but um, I'm just you know, like the cousin you see at weddings and funerals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dark marks like the drunk uncle they let out of the- <laughs> when, they, when they gotta like hose him down in the backyard. <laughs> oh, but, feed but, the guy a Twinkie. He's at the wedding again. <laughs> <laughs> That's his only form of sustenance is Twinkies. But uh, again, you know, just just to see um, to see the smile on on Spencer's face, like like George, yeah, said, and was, the smile on George's face too. My God, that's awesome. Like like I'm excited to sit down and break bread with the man again. Like I always was so fearful he was gonna like if if we started talking Spider Man, he you know he Hulk out on the on the table. Well, there's <laughs> here's the thing. I mean, like when people find out I'm a Spider Man fan, it's it's rough. Because I'm like, you know, because then they want to talk about it. And I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. Mm. And they're like, well, you know, well, why don't you want to talk about it? You're a fan. You know, oh, yeah, I read this comic. Uh, and, and I know already it's a slot comic. I'm like, you didn't read a Spider-Man comic. You did. I'm sorry. And, you know, I, those conversations are difficult to have. Mm. They just it's are. true. It's, they, it's, they really they very are. re-educate people a bit. Yes. yes. And exactly. so a lot yeah. of times you just kind of nod and you're like, oh, why do you like Spider-Man? And, and I list the reasons, you know, well, he doesn't give up. You know, he's he, he beats ass, you know, like uh, the whole thing, you know, uh, he's about responsibility. But mm-hmm. I, it's been rough trying to talk about Spider-Man for a long, yeah. long time. It really has because I've been that disappointed with it. Right. Uh, before we uh, wrap the show up, I'm going to get some last thoughts from the YouTubers 
Josh wants to know, are you guys missing slot yet? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, okay. one, one issue. Coming. <laughs> Spider Guy's coming, uh, folks. If you were missing slot, he's probably coming back for that. Uh, Bernardo, <laughs> wants, Bernardo wants to know if we're excited for Superior Octopus. Nah. It's no. like, no. yeah. You, I, I, you think I, slot yeah, I heard, that? There is one last thing we got to talk about, Brad. You know what I'm talking about. What's that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we'll get that, too. Okay. Uh, yeah, Brad, we got to talk about one more thing. You know what that is. What's that? I, I do know what it is. We'll talk about that in just a second. Uh, right. Spencer still has to stick the landing. Take it down a notch, says Enigma. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just one issue. I kind of see his point. Look, like, it, if we get another couple issues later, we can see. Yeah. God almighty, it's such a good start, God. though. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh. a good start. Here's, hey, think about this. Think about, like, think about recent comics you've read in the past, right? And mm-hmm. I, and really, I mean, they're they're so obvious and they're so blatant. I mean, and so is this one. But at the same time, this one worked better than any reset comic I think I've ever read. Mm-hmm. Yep. I enjoyed the, uh, the DC Rebirth immensely, and I felt they did a lot of damage control. But mm-hmm. for an individual character, this was the best. Um, Back to basics, mm-hmm. to the core of the character, mm-hmm. not back to basics of what the writer thinks the core of the character is. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ka- Kalen268 says, love the positive energy you all are showing about the last issue. I'm right there with you. It's a breath of fresh air. Boy, we just went Febreze up on this show, didn't we? <laughs> we, we this thing was stinking with these last 10 years with the, mm-hmm. with the book. Man. Dude, it, I like to call this nice. book The Fix. The fix. Yeah, the fix. The fix. The What villains do you want to see more back under Spencer? Shocker. You're just Shocker. Oh yeah. I can't imagine. I mean, he he's got if he's already got Boomerang and uh, Beetle in there, he's got to put in the other yes other the superior foes in there. Yeah, he's got to put the other superior foes in there and make an appearance. To go, to go back to the other point, Superior Octopus is slot writing that you think or Spencer? Uh, I mean, he, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Gage. Probably Gage. I, I, Gage. I cannot see Dan Slott. Sorry. cannot see Dan Slott writing three books. Yeah. yeah. I was actually talking to somebody yeah. on the Discord yeah. chat about that. The, that's going to that's yeah. cut into internet fight time. <laughs> the other book. But again, but again, it's, but again Doc Ock is the, the superior octopus. That's kind of Dan Slott's character. I mean, you can tell when he was writing 800, yeah. that was he was pitching that title. And so I can't, again, you know. I'm thinking Good. he wants to write. Let him go yeah. write the character that he wanted to write after after he started doing <laughs> Superior Spider-Man. Right, Good right, yeah. That rubbish. They also, right. the news that's coming out of San Diego is uh, Spider-Ghost is the new name of Spider-Gwen. What do you guys yep. think of that? Uh, I, it gives her her own identity. It's better than just having her be Spider-Gwen. Or Ghost yeah. Spider is actually what it was supposed oh, to be. Oh, Ghost Spider, not Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really going to, for the first time in um, since 2010 in eight years, the San Diego Comic Con is actually going to be a convention worth going to. Yes. The panel is no longer going to be shit that Nick Lowe edits. It's actually <laughs> Spider-Man <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Finkman wants to know, what do you think of the Ryan Otley's art? The way he drew Spidey's eyes reminds him of 90s Bagley. Very much mm. so. Very yeah. much. That's why I enjoyed I it. it. I like I like the little notch because it kind of looks like um, nose nose pieces. I feel I feel mm-hmm. kind of bad for Otley in this regard. Although I, the reaction so far I've seen has been positive mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, but what, I feel kind of bad in this in, in that in, in that you know the as we call it, the fix the fix mm-hmm. it's really <laughs> it probably sucks all the air out of the room. 
mm. uh, you know, for the artist. Uh, Otley did very good work. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, I mean, he did. His, his style works with Spencer, and it's a it, it's a good style for for Spider Man. I, it just I, feels fresh because it's not somebody that you've seen in a long time. Uh, at, certainly, you've not seen him at Marvel, so it's somebody that's new, it's familiar to to comic fans in general, but it's mm-hmm. fresh. It's I, I like it as much as I did when I first saw like Ryan Stegman stuff, you know, mm-hmm. on uh, Josh, like Renew Your Vows. Josh Nelson says, "JR, I hope you stick around. Even when I disagree with you, you still articulate and explain your stance very well. So don't leave, JR. Well, they love you. We're going to make JR an offer he can't refuse. Javi, what's up, Javi? I don't think Spider Gwen can survive the loss of Latour and Rodriguez. I think I think JR was going to comment oh. on that, Brad. Oh, sorry, no, no, that's, that, that's okay. Go ahead, go ahead." Uh, Symbio, bro, how does the podcast panel feel about the lizard being there after how you guys Symbio, bro? Sorry, I get that wrong every time. How does the podcast panel feel about lizard being there after how you guys have felt about him? I'm excited for it. I, you know, look, I, 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 I'm, I'm ready for a good, good damn lizard story because there, there hasn't been been very many, been very many. So Bernardo says we've had Ditko news. Will we have slot news? Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Number one, hell no. Number two, <laughs> God damn it, hell no. Number three, um, real quick about the lizard. Uh, yeah. We have to remember it's not just Spider Man that's gotten effed up over the last ten years. Mm-hmm. There's other characters that this that this last decade has took has had t- taken a tremendous toll on. Lizard mm-hmm. is one of them, one of the bigger ones. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's there's still a lot of damage that has to be fixed. And I I, I have faith in Spencer. Ooh. Ooh. The Vor, speaking of faith that Jr. does not have, the Vor says he has faith in Jr. because Jr. got me into Spider-Man comics after only being familiar with the '90s cartoon. So I'm really thankful to him. I bought the omnibus of Roger Stern's run oh, based boy. on Jr.'s recommendations. Woo! JR, see, you need a cut of that Amazon order. Now, now see, the Voror, you know, it's stuff like that that make me sit and back. Well, maybe I have to stick with this a little while. You do. I think JR and I are, are alike in a lot of respects. And I I mean, like, I, you know, in a lot of ways, I, I, I understand JR. I get it. And it's remember when I, uh, I I even wrote this up, you know, it was like that 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 letter we got the, at the end of ASM from Lowe explaining how, well, yeah, we may have had the well, basically lie about some things mm-hmm. in order to keep a lot of this secret, you know, but, but when, mm-hmm. when when they when they went out out of their way to explain that, mm-hmm. that to me was like, OK, OK, you know what? I'll I'm down. I'm giving you a chance. Let's do this. Let's do I'm, I'm on board. And I think Jr. I, I think eventually, I, I think you're going to get there. I think eventually you will. I, 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 it's hard, and dude, it's hard. It's hard to have faith. It really is. I mean, I, I, I am right there with you. I get it. I understand it. I mean, uh, up until thir- on Wednesday, I didn't have any faith, mm-hmm. and then on Thursday, I was like, "Holy shit!" It's like it, it's what a, this book is amazing again. Are you ready for a miracle? Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> That's the opening song to this podcast. Justin Paris, JR's plain text formatting is what gave me the articles to read when things were slow at my job in 2008. Alt tabbing about what 
why it had to be you, Mary Jane, got me through Monday, JR. They love you. Don't leave. <laughs> text formatting in plain text formatting. In other words, my website sucked. <laughs> Ordesex says George sounds like he's trying to talk JR off the ledge. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All right. Listen, listen. JR and I are, are old war horses in this. We really are. We really, really are. All right. JR. JR Fettinger. I'm, no, I'm going to look at the J.R. Fettinger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hit it. Come with me. Give it a chance. Let's keep an open mind and let's see what happens. Let's do it, brother. Let's do it. <laughs> do it. Oh, I'm right there with you. I'm right I feel like we should be on. taking hands. Take my Kirby hand, JR. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, Ashley's going to sing us a song. Since she wants music, um, Ashley's going to sing us a song while you take my Kirby hand, brother. <laughs> Let's do this together, JR. Everybody hold out your hand for JR. <laughs> Remember. Come on, brother. Hashtag oh, no. I believe in Spencer. I believe in Spencer. The power of Spencer can power. It's almost like now I have to stay for the next 12 issues, and then we can revisit it. And say, well, who was right? <laughs> no, no, Jr. And that's fine. But, uh, but here's the thing. And, and, and again, some of you saw me paste, uh, post this on Facebook. Some of you saw it in the Discord. Mm-hmm. I, I posted um, a video of like the end of Private Ryan. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Hanks is like, yeah. you're done, right? And he's oh. telling and he's telling Matt Damon to earn this. Mm-hmm. And I posted that clip because like that's my way of saying, you know, I. I I, no one has. Well, I, I, I take that back. No one. A lot of people have been as mad as I am and as angry as the way this character has been handled. But I mean, dude, I, I, you have to let it go now. Tornasix says George is like the JR. JR, come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Javi says time to start a Patreon to pay for JR Spider Man comics. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? It says, uh, put the bleach down, JR. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, speaking of Patreon, Zach and I had an announcement. Go ahead, Zach. What are we going to do? All right. We got a new show starting up. So we um we have we have we love our Patreon uh, subscribers, and we wanted to figure out a way to give back to them. Give them something unique. That's unique and exclusive, but that's something that people have requested. Yeah. Come back. So um, Brad and I were talking, and it's just going to be me and Brad and one other person. I won't say who. We'll save that for the actual debut episode uh, of the Spider Satellites are going to be Patreon exclusive. Um, it'll be, like I say, they're just the three of us. The format's going to be a little different. Um, so we're going to be kind of experimenting and playing with the format a little bit to make it a little more um, palatable. Palatable. I, I can't. So I, we get through them a little faster, yeah. and get more opinions on it, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and get some get a little further in depth uh, on the spider satellites. So uh, for those that are wondering, spectacular Spider-Man was not talked about on this episode. We're going to cover those last two. The uh, yeah, have fun with that. <laughs> <laughs> those next two, no. I got to write the reviews for those. So um, 
back some of those books like Spider Gwen, Spider Superior Oct. We'll, we'll, we'll cover the Superior Octopus. The new Spider Miles Gwen. book. Um, Spider Venom. Gwen. Yeah, Venom. Spider Geddon. Uh, a lot of those will be um, available. The Vor says, will a podcast be called Baking Clones with Zach? No, it's not. <laughs> Zach. But no. Um, so he, he, if you'd he, like to join the Patreon, uh, it's on the right-hand side of the site. It's also at the very bottom of every article. It helps pay the bills for the site. And the are we still doing that one thing for the Patreon? The, yeah. The we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. I'll, I'll explain that to you later. All right. Um, also, real quick, uh, I wanted to comment on this. Matt Bird in the chat said, so does this mean Quesada is gone? And I get your message, Matt Bird. I understand what you're saying. And I, I, believe me, I understand. And I will never believe a goddamn word out of Joe Quesada's mouth ever again. <laughs> never mistake me. Never mistake mm-hmm. my willingness to let the past go and give Marvel a second go and give Sabolsky and Lowe and Spencer a chance. I will never, ever give that to, to Joe Quesada. The man is, is shown he's not to be trusted. I'm sorry he has. <laughs> but uh, I, I, the thing with Quesada got edged out out of the movies. Mm-hmm. He did. He got edged out, and they sent him back to publishing, and he had to sort of put a bow on that and say, oh, so, I missed it so much. Has said that's a, it's still a promotion, but – Yeah, okay. So, so you know, he's kicked back over to publishing, and then on the publishing side, you know, I I, I think it was just done to, to sort of help Sabolsky coming in, and they're like, oh, look, we're bringing in Joe to show Sabolsky the ropes, and I, I think it's a big bunch of bullshit. I, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I do. I do. And I, I, I got to say, I mean, it's stuff like this that makes me think that. This, it's stuff yeah. like this ASM number one that makes me think that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was basically he was kicked upstairs and, and, and given his position, he was able to keep his position because of his contributions to the company. Uh, but other than that, I don't think he's really going to be actively involved in day to day operations. And thank you know. Christ. <laughs> I, I think you'll have more to do with the Marvel animation side. Um, I think like that's Steve where, Wacker. like with, with Steve Wacker and, and you're the, watching and the, that new cartoon, Zach. I am. Um, it, I, I can't crazy. take it. The animation's so poor. The animation it is, yeah. it, <laughs> it's really bad. It's terrible, but like they keep bringing in like characters and kind of doing some new twists on it. Like they, I know this is going to trigger George, but they brought in the Jackal. Uh, he was a, a major villain of season one. It sounds like they're desperate. <laughs> <laughs> but then they brought in, like, they brought in Carolyn Trainer. Oh well, look at that! Um, Again, sounds like they're desperate. Man, sounds <laughs> like Sony decided. No, we need a Carolyn Trainer movie. I, that's what it sounds like. Uh, <laughs> uh, but All I mean, right, let's go around the horn for final thoughts. This is a long episode. Zach, final thoughts. Man, it, 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 I'm so happy to be talking about Spider Man in a positive way for the no, first no. time in so long. I I think the last time we were this positive about something Spider Man related was when Spider Man was finally brought back to the MCU. And um, I think that was the last time when universally across the board, except for maybe Jr. because he's old and crotchety. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't sue someone for definition of character. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, to, to have this much positivity about Spider-Man, yeah. and particularly Spider-Man comics, for God's sake, is just freaking freaking. Well, the, 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 uh, the, the iTunes reviews ought to be a lot different. This show is so positive. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, what are they going to do when they keep calls negative anymore? Oh, right. my gosh. Oh, well, right. we, we may have a lot of angry slot fanboys that are like, oh, I can't believe how positive they are. The book sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Justin in YouTube chat, JR did say definition of character. He agrees he's an old crotchety man. <laughs> Mike, final thoughts. <laughs> um, well, like I wrote the review of this issue for um, Bam Smack Pow, um, who would have thought that the guy who nearly destroyed Captain America could basically save Spider-Man, basically. Essentially. Yeah. I have I seen mean, the light, brother. I have seen yeah. it. I mean, like, oh, I love you, brother George. Jesus, dude. Because, I mean, again, like I was saying in the, th- in the recap and everything was secret. I mean, like I said, we, we've talked about this on podcast before. It's like Spencer was toxic after Secret Empire. I mean, people from everywhere were just dumping on this guy and everything like this. And so when he was announced, I mean, he was announced for this there was cautious optimism yes. to put it mildly yes. for this and this was essentially his this, this was his chance to kind of you know show that no it's you know this you know i'm you know he still got his chops and he did and i think he did a really good excellent job with this Hornisex um, says a future review on itunes is quote the podcast is so positive they're all spencer fanboys <laughs> and girls uh, <laughs> also for the Patreon subscribers, it's also for the lowest tier, um, I believe. Right, Brad? I don't know yet. Okay. We, we, will, we will make a formal announcement on the front page when yeah. we, we get that sorted out. But right now, this is this, this is happening. Yeah. Mike, any other final thoughts? Um, although Vankman did, did, did give a good point about that we were initially excited for, for the first Renew Your Vows miniseries. Uh, but yeah, toward the it end, was, it kind of it, like, it was tempered with the fact that Mary Jane was a superhero. Yeah, the daughter's a superhero. The daughter's no, not. The, the, when, there when, was no the, the Secret Wars thing when we, when, 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 when Flot was writing that initially. Oh, uh, I mean the, the was, first couple first couple issues initially, but then it, yeah. then the then the rug got pulled out from under us with the with issue five or something. But I remember uh, defending Slot a couple of points, and I felt dirty. Ultimately, the villain was no good. That was kind yeah, of the villain, yeah. the villain yeah. was crap. Why'd you say? Uh, what do we think about renew your vows being kind of a trial run for um, Nick Spencer's take? Uh, kind of I testing the audiences. Mm, well, it sold phenomenally what? well. It was mm-hmm. one of the best selling Secret Wars books. During that period, yeah, but that's because it was Amazing Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. but here's the thing, though: Marvel knows that that Mary mm-hmm. Jane is popular with Spider-Man fans. They they spent the better part of ten years trying to make you dislike her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. wondering if maybe this was just like they needed. This is the ev- They need more recent evidence. I don't know. I don't. I don't think so because I think that they knew already. Mm-hmm. Um. And and and, and here's the thing. I mean, yeah, it, it didn't hurt. And and you know, you're going to draw more more flies with uh, with honey than you are vinegar. And I'm sorry, Dan Slot's vinegar. Mm-hmm. And 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 so I I don't know that it was a that they needed to try it out first because they knew. I mean, that's why. I mean, my God, you have Mary Jane on. Remember that month we had Mary Jane on what forty seven thousand? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They they knew. But uh, I I'm not like saying actually no, you're wrong. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying I don't think it's a case of that because they already know how popular the character is. Yeah, I. The, well, Dark, I'm sorry, but Mary Jane's been made into an, to a Marvel legend. Yep. She Dark, she's bigger than than Quesada. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> Dark, Dark Mark, final thoughts, sir. I have three final thoughts. All right. 
One is I am more than uh, willing to give Spencer a try. Give him a couple of issues to make sure that uh, this stays the way it looks like it's going. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I can't wait to read more of these villains. Those of you who have not Mm -hmm. gone back and read Star-Lord that Spencer wrote um, a while back, you can find it on Marvel Unlimited. He has a great uh, story arc that involves the bar with no name. So you go back and read some. You know, oh, really? This, That's good. You know, yeah. All, all those Did Star-Lord come back are, to Earth to go to the bar with no name? Yeah, he was stranded and stuck and on uh, probation with the court system. And so <laughs> he, had to, he had to get a job. Oh, he that's a job cool. at the bar with no name. Oh, I'll have to read. Is that in the Star-Lord solo comic? Yes. Oh, yes. good. I'm going to read that tonight. That sounds good. And uh, third point, JR, you're the one who got me over to the crawl space. So. <laughs> oh, oh, man, I'm starting a lot, to blush now. A lot of people are like that. Yep. yep. JR probably was one of the best quote-unquote signings that Brad ever did. Signing. <laughs> signings? Signings. I, I equate uh, JR to my Captain America of the Avengers. I, you, I, you got that from me. Don't even go there. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I unfroze him from the ice of the 50s. <laughs> or the forties analogy for me. I'm sorry. I, I, I cloned. I cloned an analogy. It was appropriate. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. Shy town. I got two final thoughts. All right. One. Uh, thank you, all of you, for letting me play in your little sandbox. It's been a joy. I hey, love doing it. We love. We love you, man. You've been. And, yeah, you've been uh, you're better. You're better than Dark Mark because you don't come to the sandbox and take a crap in it. The way- <laughs> 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 like your crazy uncle. My gosh, we really um, like Mark. Don't 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 let the crap humor fool you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we totally like Dark Mark. Spencer liked his review. Spencer liked his review of Spencer liked George's yeah. or Mark's review or George. Yeah. Everyone's. Oh, awesome. And my did he second, read them in front of you? Is that what? No, he, did? he just he just he was looking through them while the lines were kind of slow. Sweet. So. Nice, nice. Um, and remember when I called in? I think it was the first time. And my final thought was: make Spider-Man great again. Mm-hmm. Huge. We're here. Spider-Man. <laughs> yep. We're yep. here. It's huge. Josh Nelson says, or no, uh, Hornacek says, Jr. site is the gateway drug for the crawl space. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay, Ashley. Final thoughts. I'm just really excited to see some fresh takes on Spider-Man and some um, some innovations to the story where we're at, giving him new um, new roles to take on, new challenges, new situations um, that aren't going to sabotage the character. Yes. And Actually, I'm yes. excited, too, to see what kind of, how it affects the podcast. Because, like, ever since I've been here, you know, it's fun ragging on bad issues, but... It's not it's fun. I wish, I wish we didn't have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm a I'm a different sort of. Uh, She's an editor. She's paid player. to rag on 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 stories. I've it's had it. to. <laughs> what is? I had to edit someone's bad erotica this week. That was. Oh, 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 I have a safe for work quote. Oh, we like oh, to have write a- up any like any of the really like weird raunchy ones. We write them up on, on our door. I put a oh, moisture oh exploded between them. Oh, 
god. Unclean. Unclean. <laughs> and that's the tamer ones, honestly. Oh. This podcast just went dark, and I'm not talking about it. <laughs> oh, oh, god. No, this I is, love it. I love finding the stuff around. That's the dirtiest final thought I've ever heard. Uh, <laughs> Ashley just reviewed Fifty Shades <laughs> of Grace as Enigma. <laughs> no. This this stuff makes stuff I edit makes Fifty Shades of Grey look like art. Oh, <laughs> the world of self publishing is very very different from traditional publishing. It's oh. made me look at books in an entirely new light. I have a oh. much higher appreciation of traditionally published books now, even if they're not that great. What, what was the genre of book you just said you just reviewed? What was it? It was erotica. Erotica. Can you imagine Dan Slot writing erotica? Oh wow! Oh no. <laughs> You need to stop right now. We need to move all the hell on. <laughs> <laughs> because I almost dropped something down that would have been hysterical and probably not cool. So we really need to do that. Everybody, on. I am the superior lover. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my see, God. Let's move the hell on. See Brad, what just, you started, yeah. Ashley. See what I can you've done. Now. Ashley, okay. Welcome to the happiness of You have now made both females of this show say, oh my gosh. Throw <laughs> <laughs> your hands up in the air. Douglas, you have a problem. We need to, we need to intervention tomorrow. Sorry. No, we need to uh, keep moving forward so I can go pee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. George, final thoughts. He has to pee. <laughs> Happy days are here again. The sun is gonna shine again. So let's sing a song of cheer again. Happy days are here again. All right. Sad final thought from JR. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I... come off the bridge, you blonde. <laughs> Don't jump. I guess, uh, I guess we'll see what happens in another 30 days, won't we? Yes, we will. No. I, it's kind of like uh, JR's <laughs> well, 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 JR just wants to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, uh, Sam, all we're right. like Sam from Lord of the Rings holding that, uh, going to Frodo. Like, give me your hand. Okay, I got to be Good night, everybody. Good night, George. Forty-one YouTubers. Thank you for staying with us through this whole show. This has been a fun one. Yes. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Oh yeah. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night. Okay.